What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. I miss that. I miss that sound. That slap. <laughs> it's been too long. It's been a minute. Hey, was he ready to bust a flow? Jordan? I somebody needs to bust a flow. <laughs> Rocky, like, Rocky got it. You wanna run it back? Make sure y'all do play that some, song. You got at least a soft sixteen? I d I know. I, Danny, I know you got some. <laughs> I feel like he did. As I'll, soon as I'll you rap go. I'll rap Rocky's raps. That's true. I'll bust Rocky's lyrics. If y'all don't know, go check out Girl Gang by Rocky Revere. <laughs> Rocky that's that's Revere. that right. That's that track right there. Man, what's good, everyone? Bruh. It's we have like how many more days until uh twenty twenty? One. One. Oh shit. Oh help me Lord. The last Monday of twenty nineteen. What's Gucci? Okay. Damn. We we uh we we tardy to the party, but we needed that weekend off, man. Yeah, that's true. We took last week off and we needed this weekend off. We People probably like, where the hell is our episode of For the Culture? Yeah, I was at work. Because <laughs> I needed something to listen to. I was stressing. You went you to the stressing? archives, huh? I had to go back. <laughs> yeah. Which one? What was the most recent one you listened to? Afkazi Prince, b <laughs> Hey, shout Keanu out to Amanda. Oh, yeah. Uh, Keanu, okay. Kiana with the That's tea time. That's a classic time. one. I know it's Fuenga. I just, from, on the podcast... Yeah. Somebody said Fuego. Well, like Fuego. That. We called her Fuego because uh, Fuego means fire in, in Spanish. Spanish, right? Yeah, yeah Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. So I was like, Fuego. And I was like, Fuego. Because she Fuego, though. She fire out the to, <laughs> Shout out to Kiana. Yeah, we had to go back into the archives. That's right. It's That's good to be sad. back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. But listen, I was kind of, I was contemplating on like, should I do a one last would you rather before the, the year ends? Or should I hit him with like a, a deep question? I was like, nah, we're going to reflect. We're going to reflect on our 2019. Mm. Word. The, mm. We're about to enter into a whole new ass decade you feel me uh, okay. we need to talk about like we need to reflect from 2010 up until 2020 how was life for us you know mm -hmm. i felt like mm, i think we should reflect on that so what you think about that partner like That's let's cool. reflect yeah, on hell that yeah because you know everybody out there reflecting on the year let's reflect on the decade, decade. you feel me because we decade. enter in a whole new one man 2010 That's a lot we yeah. don't have to a lot has happened within the last hella decade. we lost a lot of people yeah. we lost a lot we lost a lot of, it's popping, it's yeah, popping in, in heaven. heaven. Mm. Sure is. So many angels up there. We uh we gained, you know, new family members. Facts. Gained yep. some weight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we gained following. We gained you following, you know, gained God, a little God muscle. Good. <laughs> gained a few levels. Okay, leveled up a little bit. A little bit. Leveled down a little bit, <laughs> then leveled back up, you know. We gained some. Some of us gained a whole ass family, you know. Gained, yeah, and then yeah. had to return it, and then get a new one. Hang up the phone. What else? Uh, man. Gained a lot of student loans. Good. Oh, gained a lot of debt, bro. A lot of debt. Mm. You ain't lying about that shit. What Hella you, shit. What you know about that student loan life, bro? <laughs> She's, this is Not hard. as much as Sally Mae. <laughs> F Sally Mae. All, all I know is if I had to give a status with, with my student loan is I'm on the run. <laughs> I want it in 50 states. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, so shoot. what you got for us, Pana? What you got for us? So, you know, being how, you know, we're talking about just reflecting on uh, from it's just the decade of just from 20, 2010 to 2020. Uh, I, th- I feel like a great question to ask would be, um, what's the biggest lesson this decade has taught you? Mm. That's at least one question I have. Mm. It could be more than one, but what's like one oh, man. big lesson this decade has taught you? Damn. Forgiveness. Mm. What, what does that mean? What is forgiveness how? Uh, just letting go of some of the stuff I used to cling on to mm-hmm. um, mm. from past experiences to current situations mm. and uh, things I went through, things I I used to do, mm-hmm. things people did to me and things I did to other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just, I'm. this decade has taught me to forgive others. I think... Um, uh, this next decade, or hopefully 2020, um, I get to learn how to forgive myself. Mm. Um, oh, damn. I like that. Mm. That's that's a, a Selah right yeah, there, right? Because I feel what you're saying about like... That's, that's deep. Yeah, forgiving others, even wanting to forgive yourself, like... I'm quick. I'm quick to hold on to a grudge. Off of some bullshit. You know what I mean? But that's, that's I feel true. like I've also been able to like uh unpack that to see where does it stem from. Hmm. I'm not I'm not that way for no reason, you know. So I think the that's a huge one is the forgiveness. Mm. And to have that type of awareness, you mm-hmm. know, like shoot, do I even you know, like what looking within? That's 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 really big, you know. I think, I think everybody should be looking within, and then uh, I guess we'll touch on that a little bit later. Mm. But that is something that kind of helped me create the wayfinders. Mm. Was to was to help you know individuals or people you know who've been through similar situations. Yeah, I think I think we all have a little unforgiveness. Mm. Yeah, um, of course, yeah. I think we all, uh, you know, have our daily struggles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of them are more likely the same than, than different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that's deep. I feel like I want to spend some time on it, but we we can, we can, <laughs> we can come back to it, man, because uh-huh. I, I feel like uh, what this decade has taught me is, is there's two parts to it. Mm. Uh, the first part is that you may or will always end up where you least expect yourself Mm. to be. And that in that, the biggest, the hugest, most grandest uh, lesson that I've taken away from this decade is to trust the process. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, And trusting the process doesn't only mean, you know, letting it happen. It also means like making it happen. Mm. It means uh, putting yourself in positions to where uh, you can continue to process and and progress, yeah. right? And yeah. so, because um, mm. just with your question, partner, I was thinking yeah. like, I'm definitely in this, you know, this last day of uh, the decade, working our way into 2020. I'm definitely not in a place where I thought I would be. Mm. Ten in uh ten years ago, 
2010, I just completed, you know, living my whole uh, first year in L.A. and a bit at a big university, yeah. in a whole new city, a whole new area, you know. Yeah. Um, never, I didn't think I would be here. Yeah. Ten years ago, so. Nice. Yeah, trust the process, <clears throat> and uh, and just guarantee that you will always be uh, where you least expect it. I don't know. Mm. That's they, a good. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. It's another we, Um uh, Shit, I dropped out of high the college in 2010. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. No, for real. You still had to pay them. Dumb you still, <laughs> <laughs> you still got to pay it back. Huh? Right. That's an expensive yeah. lesson. Trust, yes. don't don't trip, cause I graduated. I ain't paying shit back yet. <laughs> First of all, I just barely graduated, and, and uh, you're over here paying that shit. I ain't paying dodging. shit. Dodging, dodging. I'm, like Bobby I said, I'm on the run, Bobby y'all. But you know, I'm gonna get it together. I'm gonna work it out. Yeah, they reported pay them loans back. Five dollars coming your way, Navient. <laughs> <laughs> pay them, pay them back, pay them back. <laughs> what about you, partner? Hmm. I think the biggest lesson for me this decade was uh, just to really, just to hang on my truth, you know? I felt like from 2010 to where I am now, I really didn't live my, my truth up until like 2016, you know? Mm-hmm. That's when I finally lived like my truth, not just with my sexuality, just within life. You know, just in just where I am as a just a, a, a sister, a daughter, you know, mm-hmm. and a partner. Like I just, it took me a while to finally get it, you know. So, to learning how to really just cement myself in my truth in whatever season I'm in, but just understanding that truth and embracing that truth, you know. Mm-hmm. So, that's been one of the greatest lessons for this decade because this decade was the year coming out you feel me <laughs> so, that's already you feel me so, wow, for real me too you know how you feel me <laughs> if I may ask what yeah, yeah, inspired yeah. you to to live your truth I was low-key pushed first <laughs> I was low-key pushed out first but I was grateful for it because I was prepared to come out you know but like 2016 was already kind of like the the changing where I was like that was my changing point of like I think I want to consider this idea now because before I used to think I should not think this way because again how what Danny Boy said earlier it's like our faith kind of kept us into actually considering that idea you know so my faith was like don't think that way because you'll go to hell or this and that and it, I was just taught that thinking that homosexual you know to engage in homosexual um homosexual activities or just ideation is bad so i just never really wanted to think about it but i thought about it alone mm-hmm. i just didn't want to talk about it with anybody else you know so That's it took it just uh took uh i mean my my situation kind of happened a little messy but i was grateful that it did happen you know mm-hmm. but yeah what about you partner yeah, I mean when you know when there's a mess, somebody <laughs> somebody got to clean that shit up. You, mm-hmm. you know, um, our our coming out stories are a bit different, and yeah. I know we shared that 
okay, not in 2019, but when we first started the podcast, right, 2018, right. and we was talking about our coming out stories, and I didn't think I would be, I don't even think I would have been here. <laughs> you you know what I mean? Me? Ten years ago, shit. Ten years ago, I was, I was just trying to figure it out. You feel me? Uh, a we lot was just of trying to live. We were okay. trying to survive. We actually, to, we, that that whole uh, you mentioned self awareness earlier, huh? Mm-hmm. And you were talking about self awareness. Um, I was listening. It made me think of Gary V. Because uh, <laughs> you on this Gary V. Uh, hey, you know, shout I, out I've, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. for real. I've, I've, okay, you want to say the whole last name? Okay, mm-hmm. I see it. <laughs> shout <laughs> out Gary. <laughs> okay, uh, now you first name basis with that. Dude. <laughs> What's up, G? <laughs> <laughs> His name gets kept shorter, okay, bro. Okay, <laughs> hit me up, hit me up, bro. But nah, um, I've always duck and dodged his uh his videos that come up on my timeline not gonna lie i do too that you know like his just his delivery and how he gets down like it, it just seemed he seemed erratic to me yeah yeah. um but for some reason it, earlier this month you know I, I think i just stopped and listened to what he was saying uh because the video popped up every morning there's a gary v gary v video that pops up and i'm like damn i'm hella feeling this you know what i mean so yeah. i've just been listening to what he's been saying to the point of where I subscribe to his podcast. Oh shit! And so I'm sucks. just starting from the top and you know working my way down. And he talks a lot about self awareness. And Larry King on CNN had asked him like, "Well, how do you teach self awareness?" And he's like, "I don't know. Mm. You know, I don't know how to teach these things. I just know that that is what is necessary for folks to progress. For you know, for folks to." reach an element of entrepreneurship That's and true. and of uh Thanks. you know their own self-identity yeah. self-worth and so i think a lot of like this reflection of our lives you know is how we are able to be self-aware That's true. You know cuz um even thinking about reflection i did a SWOT analysis of myself, mm. you know what i mean? Just thinking about the decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and thinking about okay, well where I am, yeah. who I am, what are Explain my Explain the SWOT so people so understand. So SWOT analysis, uh, usually organizations or mm-hmm. um, uh, clubs, any yeah. any form of like leadership. Leadership, yeah. yeah they will do a SWOT mm-hmm. analysis to assess their strengths, mm-hmm. their weaknesses, their opportunities, and the threats. Um, and those could be, you know, things that we come that we bring to the table with, right? Yeah, These yeah, are the yeah. strengths that we have. I know for us, Polys, us PIs, you know, us Melanesians, Micronesians, yeah. it's hard for us to speak about ourselves, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to do these things, to, to think of the things that we're good at. Yeah. It's not something that we normally do. Yeah. Hopefully we can shift that, you know, in this new decade <laughs> <laughs> that we're stepping into. But, you know, we all come with something. We all bring shit yeah, to the yeah, table. Yeah. Weaknesses, man, we all got them. Yeah. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody perfect, mm-hmm. you know. Some of the shit I was listing was just like self-doubt, you know. Mm. Uh, self-doubt really is one of my weaknesses because on the opposite end of that, one of my strengths I come with is perseverance yep. and drive. Um, But I, one of my other weaknesses is, you know, lack of confidence. Mm. Uh, and I could be passive, you know, at times where like I want to be direct, but I don't want to be direct in a aggressive militant type of way opportunities man but what's that saying how's that saying go where like the world is an oyster i i think is that how it goes tom (laughs) i don't don't know i don't know how the world is an oyster have you heard that one one. well (laughs) i mean you know 
There's plenty of opportunities out there. The world is your oyster. And I'm open to it all, right? Open there to all go. opportunities. Thank you, Tom. Shout out to Tom. Tom be holding us down all, Tom gang. all year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the threats are, you know, and what I noticed about the threats area is that, like, Mm. Shit, my my biggest threat is myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could I could be the one to tear my own shit down. Mm. So, yeah. um, that's everyone's biggest threat, yeah. really. That's everybody's <laughs> biggest threat real. is yourself. That's fact. That's another thing. Uh, shit, I've learned this decade is get out your own motherfucking way. Mm-hmm. You know, only us stop us. Hey. hey. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to save these quotes for the end, all right, bro? That's how we find feel like just what you were saying, like what Gary Vee was saying. He's always talking about self-awareness, and he's he's constantly just, it's it's in it's in most of his content. Like yeah. We really can't move forward without actually analyzing us, ourselves. Right, looking inward. Yeah, right, and shit. I feel like, I mean, that's... Shit, that's damn near what the Wayfinders is is trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. a different form, using a different type of vessel. Mm-hmm. Instead of the, the the, you know, conference speaking or, um, you know, creating contact content online. It's just it's it's trying to. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're trying to talk about that through, through clothes, through mm-hmm. design. Yeah, I think we'll touch on that a little bit more. I mean, that's cool, no, because you know that makes a statement. You know what I mean? The most, the most visible thing on us is the clothes that we wear. Yeah, it's uh, you know people size us up based off of that. Yeah, that's facts. And and transmitting messages in that type of way is mm-hmm. is smart. Mm-hmm. It's it's very strategic. You know what I mean? Because you get the message across. And, and you keep motherfuckers looking fly <laughs> out here. You know what I mean? You keep them looking drip. You feel me? <laughs> we just need we just need them big old sizes one time. Though. You know what I mean? We need the them big old sizes. The wayfinders can do big old sizes too. <laughs> That's good. All right. Oh, yeah. Sure, because a lot. I, I didn't have my XL. I just wanted an XL on that last one. Does yeah, is it? Do you manu- have it now? Manufacturer issue <laughs> with materials. Like, Sheesh. Yeah. It's all Gucci. Um, those jackets are fire, you. though. I still got you. We're going to get those ooze sizes, too. <laughs> For sure. We got you. So just to recap, what uh, the biggest lesson for us three, yeah. what I got here is uh, forgiveness, mm. uh, trust the process, mm. and to, to live your truth. Yep. Right? Yeah. So I just want to uh, do one quick uh, roundtable table of like defining these things for for ourselves for those who are tapping in with us right now, you know what I mean? Cuz what is your what what does your truth mean to you, mm-hmm. Bex? What is it about forgiveness that is is the reason why it's the biggest lesson you've taken out of this decade? And then even for me like why I trust the process? You know, and so just to model I'll I'll kind of uh, just unpack that a little bit. Um, shit, you know, thinking back to 2010 and mm-hmm. being being in uh, college, you know, I just transitioned from uh, Atlanta to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was on this hype of like, you know, not from going from not being a good student beforehand to really showing out and being a good student in Atlanta. 
to then coming to LA to USC totally different environment something mm-hmm. I was not prepared for such a big university yeah you know I failed uh miserably uh to the point of where I was on academic probation for a whole year mm. you know and I'm also trying to get acclimated to yeah. my new surroundings being in Los Angeles yeah uh Carson to be specific what's <laughs> up okay. what's up Carson, Carson? Yeah, like that Carson that's that's always going to be home to me now cuz I, I lived there for the <laughs> hey, <laughs> Scott <my>. Park <laughs> uh which is now Foysia Park Oh really? Yeah. Oh snaps. Yeah. Um is that uh, is that where Brownsville from? Yeah. You remember the Brownsville? You remember the Yeah. That's family right there. Okay. Shout, Shout out, out to Brownsville. Brownsville. Uncle Trent, what's up? What a dope guy, Paul. But yeah. But yeah, you know, just being out there and like uh, living life, figuring myself out, figuring, you know, my identity yeah, out. Like, yeah. uh, all thinking about everything that I've been through with like damn near being kicked out of school. Damn near being kicked out of my living situation, mm. uh, figuring out uh, what my sexual orientation and gender identity was, mm. you know, uh, understanding, like learning all of these, um, learning all of these histories and all these elements around uh, student uh, organizing and mm-hmm. grassroots organizing, yeah, right, yeah, and yeah. community-based organizations, uh, learning about all this work that's being done to uplift our community uh, in education, in what else? Civil rights, mm. socioeconomics, all the shit. Uh, advocacy, civic yeah. engagement, you mm. know, like there's so much shit I learned this decade um, that I was really just riding the waves, you know yeah. what I mean? And and it was up and it was down and it was up and it was down. Um, but something I learned and heard along the way was like trust the process, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just know that things are going to work themselves out the way it's supposed to work. Mm. And, you know, sometimes they've worked in my favor. Sometimes they have not. And it's all good either way. You know mm. what I mean? Because that's mm. life. It's checks and balances, ebbs and flow, pluses and minuses. If we have too many plus, you know, it's not going to it's not gonna work. You know, even thinking about, like, that analogy of a battery. You know, you got your plus and your minus <laughs> side, like, you need you need those things to to give that energy. Yeah. I don't know. You need yeah. the positive um, and the negative um ions and the negative ions uh-huh. to create power. There you go. Oy, 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 I'm oy, no oy, scientist. Oy. That's just that was all bullshit. <laughs> it sounds good though. It sounded good. I bought it. I right. bought it. It sounds like so like everything you've been through. Yeah. Um at the time um, let's say 2010. Did mm. you see yourself doing what you're doing now? Nah. Nah. I actually, I don't know if I've even, if I even looked that far, you know, honestly. Yeah. You know, cause I did have, or, you know, dreams and aspirations of like, yeah, I'm going to be a filmmaker and I'm going to be, I'm going to be making films like Quentin Tarantino mm. and mm-hmm. da, da, da. Mm. you know, we all got ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But executing them is another thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I think wanting, like, having that dream and then seeing what it takes yeah. to do that, mm-hmm. I got doubtful. Yeah. I got fearful. I also got kind of turned off, you know what I mean? Like, just the just thinking about Hollywood, thinking about what it takes to be 
somebody to be uh, in the limelight. You yes. know, if you say it's like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I want to do, I want to create film. I want to create content because it feeds my soul. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, it yeah. sits right with my spirit. Not, yeah. not for not for the coin or not to please right. other people. Yeah. You know, the coin that comes, it'll be, it'll be because it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the intention was good versus like wanting to be something that other people will approve and then like, and then back. <laughs> then it's like, my heart's not really in it. Mm. I feel it. Bruh. But all of that to say that, like, you know, there were ups and there were downs and there were days where I was like, why me? You know, there was days where, uh, you know, suicidal ideation was, uh, was a, was a real factor. Mm. Um, and there was just always something it's like, trust the process, mm-hmm. you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be all right. Hold on, you know, hold yeah. on. It's not, it's not always going to be bad. Yeah. It's not always going to be good. You know, yeah. when it's good, enjoy it. Yeah. And when it's bad, you know, Keep one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep that's trucking. True. So that's, you know, that's what trust the process is for me. You know, it's just thinking about all these elements. What is, uh, what about y'all? Like, what is truth mm. for you, partner? Honestly, the truth for me in 2010 is nowhere near the truth right now, you know, because tr- yeah. the truth 2010 was me graduating college. Mm. Me thinking I'm gonna be a pastor, mm. <laughs> my life. Right, right. I went to school to be a pastor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school to be a theologian for crying out loud. Damn. So that's you know that's ex- that's what I thought. I was ready to go save the world, to go travel, do some missionary work. You know, have I feel a f- like what you're doing. Not to my bad. I didn't. Yeah, mean yeah, to cut yeah. You. Go I ahead, feel please. Like- I feel like this church right here. Okay, you prophesy, Pastor. That's what we talk about. <laughs> what you doing right here? What you doing for the culture, for the people mm. that can actually connect with it and feel where you're coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I still see it in you. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. I feel like it is too. I, I definitely. Mm-hmm. It <clears throat> is. I, I take that word. That's a that's a powerful word. I agree. I just didn't see free this. Charge, this yeah, thank you. Free that, was, is that free? It was in my no jacket. One. Free too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was free too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just you know I just didn't see this coming at all. Like mm. I I really thought I'm going to graduate, go travel, even mm. have a husband, have some kids, mm. go do my life, and not live in my truth. Uh. That's just what I knew. Was supposed to have it wasn't what my heart desired it's not what you wanted yeah but that was the truth that i was conditioned to have mm. especially from my church from my school i was just thought, taught to this is what family's gonna look like this is what eternity your eternal family is gonna look like this is what eternity will look like if you walk in this path Ooh. you know so <clears throat> it was a lot of shifting for me and um i mean i chose I mean, living my truth is something I feel like is the theme for this decade because, yes. <clears throat> you know, like if I didn't really listen to myself and actually to the the, the truth that's been inside of me, mm-hmm. then I would have never actually been able to kind of like sit here and say, you know, live in a different level of freedom, live in a different level of like joy. Like everything's different. I still had joy and freedom mm-hmm. when, in 2010 as, again, a quote unquote graduate, a Bible college graduate, but it's nowhere near 
the freedom that I'm in now mm. as a woman, as even somebody who still loves God and just <clears throat> I'm I'm just at a different place mentally, physically, emotionally, and I'm grateful for it. So like, you know, just being unwavering in this truth is like mm, yes. really yeah. that's 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 yeah. the only that's the only advice I can give. Like, don't move. Don't be moved, you know, in your truth. If you know, if there's a cry deep down inside of you, like, listen to it, you know? Mm. You don't have to act, react impulsively to that voice because maybe that, that voice may be something that you're not able to understand at that moment. Because mm-hmm. in 2010, I heard it. Actually, I heard it way before 2010. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I heard that, <laughs> come out, you know, this is who you are. I heard it way before, but 2010 was like, I could have changed, you know, my my whole direction if I had listened to what I was already hearing inside of me. Mm. But, you know, 2016, I was grateful to say, you know what, I'm tired of listening to this voice. I hear you. I'm going to come, going to come in and embrace you and we're going to walk out together, you know. So Mm. I'm grateful for this. It it was um, again. And that that would not happen if I just did not if I wasn't sensitive to that little piece of truth, you know. So. Hey, let us close our eyes. Amen. Uh, we'll the altar call, and I will be collecting offering. You feel me? Look at God. Look at God. We eat a little too. Look at Tyler. What about you? Come on. What about you? Break oh, us down. Man. Give us the whole forgiveness talk. Forgiveness. Sheesh. Um. <clears throat> I feel like this is something that came about when. Uh, I joined uh, uh, Nepali. Mm. Okay. Why? Um, class of fourteen, classified. Uh, okay, classified. Nepali is a uh, it's a leadership program, right for 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 PI students or for for PI individuals where? that um, was to 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 dig deeper on on um, you know the the way we naturally lead mm. and for them for for them to kind of show us um or help us realize that we are natu- we're natural born leaders. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's as, what's as PIs, right? Well that's what I what I took out of it and it kind of gave me a little more confidence. I mean just some of the the uh activities that we did and they, they just they just they told us what to do mm-hmm. and um you know our kapunas were just standing by and just watching us um, you know, do what we do. We went to a we went to an old fish pond that was growing um, algae that's foreign to Hawaii, and oh, it wow. was brought um, by I think it's European boats that came, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, ships that were that came from from other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this algae is growing in Hawaii, and it's kind of like it's taking up a lot of space mm. uh, for. Uh, for its uh, for its native species, mm. but uh, so what we had to do is just we had to walk in this pond, um, and and clean it out. Mm. Oh wow! And then that was it. They just said clean it out, put the bags over here, and each of us had. I mean, they didn't instruct us on how to do it. We just got to it, mm. and the the the. Uh, it was just amazing to see like all of us take a lead. Mm. And leading doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily mean like telling what someone else to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But doing it so you can show the next person how to how do, to it. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Some yeah, folks, yeah. you know, don't know how to work. 
Mm. Instead of just telling me, like, hey, you do this, pick it up like this. No, nah, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to show you how I do it. Yeah. And then you can, you know, okay, kind of figure it out. Right. But um, Nepali, yeah, it really helped me, <laughs> helped me uh, dig deep. Mm. Uh, dig there deep was within a lot yourself? Of, within myself. Mm. There was a lot of... Um, and still to this day, like I still, I, the difference now, I mean, the difference is nowadays, like I kind of realize like when these thoughts come across or like I realize like some of the things I do, mm-hmm. the way I move sometimes it, I can, re- I realize like some of it comes from like trauma. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, from, you know, something that was holding on to, um, as a child, mm-hmm. um, my life wasn't always all like like lollipops and marshmallows and all that. Um, like with my parents and all that. It kind of, what they went through and what I seen growing up it, it, and, and like the neighborhoods I li- I've, I've lived in, it just, it it made me think of life a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I realized like when I got into relationships or when I got close to somebody, mm-hmm. I was projecting what I seen in my parents mm. and uh and uh I just I would always blame them and mm. I would always blame myself too and be like damn like what's wrong with me like why do I keep doing these things or whatever mm-hmm. um so I I I heard of him mm. uh being sung at Nepali uh, by an uh, individual named uh, Mario uh, Del Lilo uh, from uh, Washington. Mm. And uh, he was explaining to me what the meanings of this tongue and hymn was. And it's hymn number 114. And uh, it goes like, It means, Lord, your love is as deep as the ocean. And so, like, within this ocean, I release all of my burdens, all mm. of my struggles. Mm. <clears throat> and it it hit. And when he said that... Mm. It hit your it, uho, huh? It, it hit my uho. Mm-hmm. My, everything. Mm-hmm. All, of, all of everything in which... All the ways. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when he said that, we went to the beach the next day. And we were just... In this ocean, we actually, we walked, I guess we were hiking wherever we were going. But I was thinking about how he translated that song to me. All yeah. the way, I knew the song as a kid. I just didn't really know what it meant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt it. Like, yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. A, that was one of those songs that hit. Hit. And so we're walking, we're walking up a hill. We're going down. He's in pain. He got gout. And he's just oh, singing yeah. the song, too. And it's it. And I'm just... I'm walking with him, kind of falling behind. I'm I'm not trying to leave him. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the beach and boom, I'm out. Like I try to swim as far as I can. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, usually once my feet stops touching the sand or mm-hmm. the floor, mm-hmm. the the bed, the the beach floor, mm-hmm. I'm coming back. No, I just kept going. I didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. but I felt like all my burdens just released into the ocean. All my mm. uh, the unforgiveness, all of that, 
all the hatred that wow. I had wow. towards towards other folks, wow. I just left it in the ocean. And wow. I feel like that's when I really found forgiveness. Yeah. And um, I came back a new person and dropped out of college. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I couldn't do it no more. Now you're in the it was forgiveness program. That's right. I'm in the forgiveness program, and now that's right. It's just I'm not perfect. I didn't. It's not all the forgiveness. I mean, I still gotta. Still I'm still working on forgiving yeah. myself too. Yeah. So like that's that's something I'm. Uh, you know, that's a moment right there, bro. On. That's a moment. That was beautiful. Right Thank you. That. that was my final for real because I hella felt that story. I, I'm, I see things visually um, and I could just see that whole thing play out. You know, I wouldn't. I, I, it's powerful. I, I seen it in my head where you swam out and then you were singing the Himi and then just <laughs> let it all go, you know? Gone. Gone. And it makes, it makes hmm. sense as to Wayfinders, which we will get into. Yes, sir. I just want to say thank you both for breaking down your lessons because there's weight to these, you know, to our experiences. And I know a lot of people are reflecting, you know, at this time. And when we get when we're able to process it and unpack it, um, hopefully it cleanses us. But but also, like, I'm empowered. I'm hella empowered by y'all's truth and y'all's forgiveness Mm. um and i feel like shit all three of our you know our reflections is is like it's a trinity you know Mm. looking like a diamond projecting out to the new decade yeah to shine on these motherfuckers (laughs) one time True. Yeah. Funny. Thank y'all, man. That's a, that's, a, that's a pretty long check in, but shit, it's worth it, man. Oh, yo, way. Oh, shoot. Well, well, let me know. Welcome to For the Cultures Podcast. This is our last episode of 2019. Okay. So we had a, had, we had a little long intro, but, you know, we needed to have it because, you know, this is our last one. We needed <laughs> we, to reflect one time. We needed you know? to reflect. It was a great reflection. And I appreciate it. But welcome to For the Cultures Podcast. If, if this is your first time tapping in, welcome. I'm, I, I'm one of your hosts, Bex Bumble. What a do, Kaipu. This is your host, D-Boy. And the other voice that you hear in the studio with us is our is our guest Jordan Fihaki. Welcome Jordan. Woo, Thank you. Let's we, get it. <laughs> it's, so, it's, been, it's been really good to have you here, bro. It's been real. You already tabby. This guy's a, a faithful listener. We appreciate you. For real. Appreciate you. Just On look, behalf of all the listeners. Hey, we appreciate <laughs> it. Um, just a quick bio of Jordan Fihaki. He's, uh, he's the mastermind and creator of the Wayfinder clothing brand. Uh, Fihaki aims to tell the story and help guide those who are on their journey through life. From Fihaki's experience, he is using clothing and design as a vessel to share these stories. <sighs> Welcome, brother. Damn. I'm excited to have him talk about your your clothes because I'm a huge fan of it. Even though I didn't get my jacket, you feel me? Oh man, I was well, out I see for that. that. So good, hey! It's fire though. It is that jacket, that beanie too, though, bro. Like I seen hella people wearing that beanie. I was kind of slow at wearing it. The one, the like yellowish one, the yellow with the, the mustard with the W, right? Oh uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I put that motherfucker on, I was like, oh shit, fire! I like this beanie. I, I seen a picture of you wearing it. You look good in that. Uh, you right look good, on, bro. Here, bro. So Jordan, just tell us a little, a little quick uh, intro of where, where you're, where you're from, what you're doing right now, and then we'll go. We'll we'll talk about everything else in, in our chop it up section. Just a little bit of where you where you're from. All right. Um, 
My name is Jordan Fihaki. I'm Hafkashi Tongan and Hawaiian. Yay. Uh, born and raised in Hayward, California. Nice. Um, you from the stack, bro? I'm from okay. the stack. Ooh, not the stack. <laughs> I don't know. West Hayward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, West Hayward. Um, yeah. That's born and raised in the bay. Born and raised in the bay. Okay. Um, spent a little time in in uh in 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 Utah. Finished off high school. Uh, did things I didn't know I do. Uh, went to the University of Utah. Mm. Um, and just right on the cusp of, of finishing, um, I just felt like I didn't want to go no more. Mm. Um, came back to the Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a bunch of things happened. Uh, you know, I left everything back in Utah too. Everything, clothes, Ooh. my car, Ooh. it's everything. And when I came back, had nothing. Started from scratch. From scratch. Wow. Um, but those was are it? all things I had my family though, mm. and they had my back. <clears throat> Were you happy with that decision, bro? Um. Shoot, uh, the circumstances at the time, I, I didn't really think about like if it was. I'm always ready for for change. Mm. I feel like, or I'm I'm down like if it comes my way, like it whatever. I feel like or, that's something that just I've been through so much when I was younger. Like I was always seeing like a like a change or like a, a pivot in my life. Mm-hmm. It's always like. Something going on. So you always ready so, to just make that next move. Make the next move. Right, yeah, right, right. stay ready. Mm-hmm. Just stay, stay ready. I didn't know at the time. Like think about it. Like you know, I was all right coming back. The circumstances, me coming back, pops was sick, mm. and uh, I came out. I was. I put in. I. I. I was uh, told my job I was gonna come out for for vacation mm-hmm. just a week. Came out and. When I, you know, got picked up from the airport, it was my pops. And then he told me, you know, he had cancer. Mm. And the doctors told him he had like six months. And he passed away in like three. Uh, mm. Sorry and about after that, that well, no, it's, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it made me who I am today. Word. So, yeah. And you know sometimes it does hurt, but we gotta keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We gotta keep moving. If we keep focusing on that storm, we might just kind of get caught up in it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. we feel it. Look to the. Well, thank you, thank you for sharing that with us. We're gonna dive into a whole lot more. You know when we uh, when we get there. Uh, we getting deep in this episode. Okay, oh, I mean, you know, Re- relax. When we reflect, you know, this shit, right? That shit just come shit out. Shit just comes to surface, and it's and it's important that you know, because sometimes we leave things, uh, you know, unsaid. drowning. Yeah, or we leave things unsaid. Mm-hmm. You know, or we leave things too long, and we may forget about it. You know, not in twenty twenty. Yeah, right. You feel you right. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, even just you sharing that little bit right now, I know we're going to get deeper into it, but like that is a testament of us when when duty calls, when when it's for a family, you know, when these things go down, like we pull up, Mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, we will drop it all for them. And and thank you. You know, what I mean, because, you know, anybody 
with with you just saying like, oh yeah, I dropped out. I just left it all behind. And it could have been like, oh, you know, he must have ran from some or whatever. But like, nah, it was it was because I had my fatongia to you know do for my family. I had yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. It was my pops. I'm not. I fuck everything else. You know what I mean? Like. I'm taking care of what I'm taking care of. Yeah. And I can identify with that. You know what I mean? Just mm. same shit within this decade. Um, when I left L.A., my mom got sick. And it was like I came home at the right time. You know what I mean? Because, <clears throat> you know, what could have happened if if we weren't there? So mm. so I dig it. I dig it. That hella resonates with me, bro. Mm. Appreciate you for sharing. Um, I mean, I feel like we grounded in a lot right now. I know. But, you know, I we want to. I, I think we just need to uh, regroup and and ground ourselves as we continue on in this episode because we have been getting deep. Yeah. Right out the gate. And so something we always like to do is offer, you know, or to ask our guests if they have anything to offer up for us to ground us in this episode. Okay. I said, let's stay in the deep end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's stay in the deep end, right? Deep cries out to deep. Um, I'd like to say a, a prayer. Um, if I may say it in my Lea Fagatonga. Because for some reason, I can't say my prayers in English or. That's what's up. Or what? That's what's up. Being <laughs> English is my first language and all. But, uh,. Um <clears throat> Mafi Mo Hangatwe He Ahoni Koma Fagatahani Ke Fayamao Popo Talanoa Okmao Hangatu Kiatiko Eiki Yate Kelsi Getikoe Moke omi yeti mautolu, aivi, mama lohi, ke fae mau fatongia ahoni, omahangutu okulea aki mooni, lea aki ofa, molea oku okumahu inga, kihe kakai okunao fanongo kihe podcast koini, oku. Mau lotu atu eiki, e tapu aki angi mau tolu, oku ihlalo fareni, ko fepe ngai potu te mau iai, e osi e popota anoa koe ni, o kore atu ke te taki mau tolu, ke ngai feitu ku mau alu ki ai. O kore atu ke ke whakaatu atu e lotu ni eiki, ke he kakai oku nao whanongo mai ki he podcast koe ni. Tapoki yangi nao tolu, wanao ngai whamili, ko fepe ngai poto ok nao iai. Keke tataki yangi nao tolu. Onau, onau, otokuni yangi nao tolu. He ngai mea oku, ngai fatongi ok nao whai. Ukore ato en eiki, keke, whakafono maipu wake ofa mo lao marie, pangamelino yangi mao tolu eiki. Ke whae mao ngai whatungia koe ni. Ko mao lo tuu ia eiki. E wafa sisu ko lai si ka ko mao whaka mao ui. Amen. Amen. So, thank you. My prayer was just, um, oh, let me soak that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's beautiful. Say la. 
Um, just to just giving thanks, uh, uh, thanks to God for giving us the opportunity, mm. and to 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 let Him uh, you know, give us the tongue to speak truth and love, and our experiences into 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 this podcast, and then that projects out into the um, our listeners, mm-hmm. and then um, I just ask that uh, He bless our listeners and wherever they may be at the time and their families. And help guide us back home. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. I really feel grounded with that. I really appreciate it. Yes. Shout out JC. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we love you, God. <laughs> Bruh. 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 <laughs> you know what was funny is uh, somebody was... Oh, it was Paula. She said, I got a new name for you, D-Bro. And I was like, hey, what about D-Bro? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but, man, you know, I just want to thank you all very much for uh, us having that check-in in the beginning yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Because we was really talking about some shit, you know what I mean? Reflecting, processing processing a whole decade, okay? And I know we need a lot more time than that, but we got to limit it down a little bit. We got to do it moving. We got to do it moving one time, you know? Keep that one foot in front of the other. (laughs) We got to keep paddling. Something I want us to do for uh, 2020, the new decade, is we need some, some, like, sounds. We need some elements to bring us Mm. into our segments. Cause you know this brun, uh, you know the ICU man. We just, we we gonna switch it up. We gonna make it nice and and funky for y'all. Funk dunk. But we've been you know we've been processing about the decade and we, we did that for a long time. Uh, something I was thinking that we could do for our bruh, cause you know we got one more day left in this new year mm-hmm. or in this decade before mm. we hop into the new year oh, yeah. is let's do some manifesting you know what i mean let's manifest some some goals for us in this new decade yeah that we entering you know what i mean we all here in the 30s club you know we all make it moves 30s. the dirty the, du- the dirty 30s but yeah let, you know let's manifest some things and we're gonna uh we're going to tailor this in a way where it could be efficient and mm. and concise and, you know, still have the impact, still have meaning. So let's do it where uh, we each say one word that we want to manifest for this yeah, new yeah. decade. And then let's break it down just a little bit about what we mean by that word. Mm. How about that? Mm. Now, nice. would anybody like to start us off or you want me to model? I could Model it. Model it. Okay. <laughs> Let me let me uh, put Modelo my it. let me put, <laughs> let me put my wayfinder shit on real quick. There you go. <laughs> so uh, for the new decade for 2020 um, and beyond, mm. what, mm-hmm. one thing or one word that I want to manifest, one element of my life I want to manifest is confidence. Confidence, and, and, and I feel like confidence is is uh, broad enough to where it can. It can uh, filter t- through different areas of my life. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So some of the things I I mean when I say confidence is uh, to believe in myself, mm. right, and to be- and to trust myself and know that um, I have it in me mm. to make the right decision. Yeah, 
Uh, I have it in me to accept responsibility. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and that I know I could, you know, I know that I could do these things mm. that I set out for myself or or that I could put in the work that it yeah, takes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so definitely mm. want to embrace that and live that out. Um, I want to have confidence in creating because mm. I definitely want to create a lot more. You know, we've been talking for a good amount of this podcast this year about me wanting to, like, uh, get, pick back, the camera back up, camera you know what I mean? Up, get back to editing, editing, do filmmaking, add, you creating know. Creating content. Creating these content, this content because I have these strengths, mm -hmm. you know, back to my SWOT analysis, I have these strengths to bring to And you carry hella stories. <laughs> hella stories. You <laughs> a storehouse of stories. I want to make your story into right? a thing, a you know what I mean? Like, that's my fun right? now, bro. That's hella my fun now. Um, I think that's something you could do. Yeah, it's you know, it's, it's, it's in there, you know, these ideas ain't just going to be it's ideas, you know what I mean, they're going to be executed. I yeah. want to have the confidence to execute these ideas. Mm. Uh, so definitely want to have confidence around being a creative, creating content and um, and being able to to trust it. Mm. Um, I also what, I, what else I mean by confidence is to be joyful. You know what I mean? So I think uh, I've been reflecting a lot about how sometimes we can dwell in the negative of, uh, you know, our past and our history. And and it's warranted, you know mm. what I mean? Because that's some there's some serious healing uh, that needs to happen there or that is happening. Um, but just to have the confidence to to be joyous, you mm. know what I mean? Uh, which means some things need to be healed a lot more, mm. or you know that confidence needs to be built up, yeah, to where I won't be moved, yeah, you know, which is also something that I feel is an element of a confidence is that, you know, this person could say some bullshit about me, this person could talk shit, you know, I could be mocked or whatever for whatever reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just like, you know, I know who I am, yeah, 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 I know you're not moved by it, what I could do, and I ain't, I ain't moved by it. Nice try. Um, because, you know, even, even to think about something like, you know, there's people out there who try to push your buttons and will, will disrespect everything about you, even to the point of like disrespecting, uh, your parents, you know, just saying, yeah. just bad mouthing, bad mouthing them. And, you know, oftentimes we feel like because we have pride and because we, it's our duty to protect and, um. Uh, and you know, cause harm to them for disrespecting in that way. At at the end of the day, we I know yeah. that that has nothing to do with me yeah. mm -hmm. or my family or the validity of my family mm -hmm. or my parents. That got mm -hmm. everything to do with them trying to to take us there. Yeah, because you know that even that even that idea uh, made me think about like gangbanging. You know what I mean? And how people, especially you know in L.A., you know. Getting asked that question, where you from, means a whole uh, different ass, has a whole different ass meaning than it does anywhere else, right? Yeah. Because some people will just ask that just to get a reaction or to see what happened. Because, um, you know, oftentimes folks will bang out there because yeah. gangbanging is still a thing, right? I guess. But, you know... Um, 
I don't know. That shit just used to piss me off. And it's like that shit just starts off a whole bunch of a negative chain reaction. Mm. And it ain't even got to be all that. <laughs> you know, it ain't got to be really all that. Don't. So really get to a point of confidence where it's like that shit just slide it's right beyond. off. Um, and the two two last things I mean by confidence is to take chances. Mm. Right. That like. I'm gonna. I might be fearful to to make a move. Risk taker. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna mm. take that risk. Just jump. You know, I'm gonna just jump because it's gonna lead to the. It could lead to the last thing I mean, which is inspired by, you know, my Niecy Poo's album that's out there, y'all. Y'all heard <laughs> it, Casey Bolts. Living out her dreams. Go out and cop that. Go out and stream that. Mm-hmm. But like for real, live out live out my dreams. I want to have the confidence to do that. So. Yeah. That's what I'm manifesting in the Ooh. new decade. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. I respect. Right I on, respect. y'all. How about y'all? What's what's uh what's the word y'all want to manifest for the new decade? Uh, I mean I can go. I I feel like what I want to manifest um just kind of falls in one scripture. Uh Second Timothy one seven it says, uh, "For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind." And I really want to um, just manifest power, manifest uh, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind is really emphasis on sound mind because I really want that to be mastered within this decade. You know, mm. so like, where it goes back to what you say, not moved by shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I ain't moved by shit. Okay, <laughs> my mind is sound. It's you are planted in your steadfast. truth. Steadfast. Mm. It's immovable. Mm. Nothing can shake my my mind. You know, because mm. I feel like with all this craziness that's happening, the the way people are, uh, the way it's hitting our people is our mind through our mind through our yeah. thoughts, and it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. man, and our thoughts is affecting our bodies, and mm. our bodies is like. Like going up there instead of like staying down here and it's like <laughs> we need a we need to cancel this whole mind fuckery you feel me mm-hmm. and i just really want to be at a place where my mind is settled especially with us living in the bay area it's, it's easy for us to start stressing mm-hmm. start worrying right start being heavily concerned about shit that should not concern us but i want to spend the rest of my time living for this next decade to just really be just just be calm, be okay, be content, not be not not want, but just live in a in a good place of just whatever of just being settled with whatever I have, you know, I feel like I don't want to live in that whole want anymore, you know, like just mm. get what I need and that's and that's fulfilling, you know, but I need to yeah. I need to condition my mind because my mind is still on the want want want, you know right, so I need to just tell myself, you're good with this, this is what you need, and this is. This is fine. So, sound mind, power, and love. That's it. That's what's up. Thank you, partner. What about you, Jordan? Oh, man. I have one word. (laughs) Uh, Something I want to manifest for this next decade is discipline. Mm. Um, I feel like all three of our things kind of go hand in hand. But yeah, Yeah. I feel it. Discipline. You feel me? (laughs) Trinity. So tell us what you mean. Um, uh, So discipline and and how I move. The way I wake up. Mm. um, The way I eat. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially. Talk about that. Talk about that. That's my addiction. (laughs) A lot of people... There's people addicted to drugs, 
But that's not the only unhealthy thing, man. Being addicted to food could also be yeah. a downfall. Unhealthy too. food. Unhealthy food. And that's me. Um, that's a lot of us. We need to become more it's disciplined this on country's food. Oh. It's getting us. We need to return to the indigenous diet. Right? Where food is medicine. Okay. That horse. What? Damn, I didn't say all that, bruh. That horse force? Yeah, you feel it? Uh, you know, and um, just being disciplined in in what I eat and you know, control that, Word. and just have a a better grip at life. Mm. Um, uh, and that's one. And then being disciplined as a as a husband, mm-hmm. um, and 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 really um, focusing on on my wife and her needs. And mm. being able to meet mm. that. Yes, mm. you know, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and set the bar for that all those too. husbands that are listening. Go ahead. <laughs> Listen to your wife. Man. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Now, a lot of times. Happy mm. wife. Mm. Happy wife. What? Mm. Happy life. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, there's. In, in, a lot of times it won't even come out of her mouth. Mm. You know, it's her actions. Mm hmm. Um and 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 the way she moves, um, she could be and what she doesn't do could be saying something, and I need to I need to be disciplined, and uh, and 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 in that situation as well. That's what's up. Also, and I guess last but not least, but you know, discipline as a father. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and and the same thing, you know, listening to my kids, um. Just like we we touched on a little bit, or we touched on earlier was uh, you know like like trauma, childhood mm-hmm. trauma, or like Word. this thing that we've been holding on to. Like sometimes, like to this day, I see myself projecting onto my kids. They might be doing something, and I might overreact. Mm. Yeah, and also again, like what we touched on earlier was like being you know being called out on it. Mm-hmm. So like my wife was that is that rock, mm. and she you know would tell me like. Like, come on. Like, he doesn't know he's doing that, whatever, whatever. But, yeah, just, just you know, being able to listen to to to, to my kids and, and what they do and, and kind of be a disciplined father and be able to be able to discipline them right. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean we got to, you know, beat their ass. Right. You know? I was going right. to say, take the two by four. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta break a shovel on their back. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, I feel know, it. That's what's up. In, in, in those in that. That's good. That way of life. Hell yeah. I really I really appreciate hearing you say that. You know what I mean as a as a uh, as a cisgender uh, straight man. You know what I mean who's able to be here at the table and uh, really display like tender masculinity and also yeah. fight against to- toxic masculinity you know what i'm saying mm. to say that like you want to be anchored in discipline as a husband and, and listening yeah. to her needs and as a father listening to your kids needs like that's that's breaking you know general like a generational curse that you know facts we yeah. that could have been there because of us just exemplifying the examples that That's we had facts. growing up you know so thank you very much for that and uh and i just love 
all through all three of the things that we want to manifest. I'm yes. sure a lot of folks who's tapping in right now also want to manifest these things. Why don't y'all do us a favor and tap in with us? You know what I mean for the uh, for the new decade to let us know what y'all want to manifest yes, for 2020 sir. and beyond. Cause, bruh, we we about to be in a whole new ass decade. Okay, whole new decade. Um, and we, 2020 was good. Yeah, <laughs> 2020 was good, man. We 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 making a name for ourselves out here as PIs, and let's just keep leveling up. Keep leveling up. And you got y'all got anything else before we uh before we move to these announcements? No. Right on, man. Right on, y'all. Hey, manifest your dreams, y'all. 2020 and beyond is going down yeah, right yeah. now. And Other than there is a book you should read. I, I'll give it to you. It's um by Richard Foster. It's called Celebration of um, Discipline. Super good. I think you'd like it. Oh, it's really really good. Please, yeah. yeah. And you know Look what? Uh, oh, before before, okay. <laughs> before before we go it's, to the I announcements, have, I have, I, I'll show you. That's really good because I feel like uh, something that is also aligned with uh, with uh, discipline, mm. and I think also connects to uh, confidence, sound mind, power, and love mm. is boundaries. Mm. Mm. Um, I forgot. Boundaries. I forgot Damn. the. Uh, I forgot the the author. I'll put it in the notes. Ooh, we gotta get that whatever the book that is. I got I the book. I just forgot who wrote it, but it's a it's a it's a dope book. It's called Boundaries. That's what we sitting in twenty twenty, y'all. That's the last manifestation. That's the last manifestation we gonna uh, right. manifest as a collective. As okay, a collective. we right. setting boundaries in twenty twenty, y'all. All right, so tap in with these announcements, and we'll be right back. Pacific Islanders of Santa Clara County Census twenty twenty outreach is launching. Please join us in our efforts to reach out and engage our families. Help us spread the word about the census because you count, I count, we all count. For more information or to join our team, text CENSUS2020, that's C-E-N-S-U-S 2020 to 650-898-4714. Once again, that's 650 650- 898-4714 or email census2020 at 1epa.org Once again, email census2020 C-E-N-S-U-S 2020 at 1 the number 1 epa.org Hey y'all, we back and we moving our way into one of our favorite segments. This is where we get to uplift our PI folks doing Yay. big things. Folks outside of the PI community doing yeah, big things. Buddy. Anybody that's on our heart, on our mind. It's our ICU segment. You know where we just highlight folks doing this, doing that. Hey. Um, it's one of our favorite segments. So Brown I'm, excellence. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and start with you, partner. We're going to start yeah, it off with sure. you and work our way down the table. Yeah, so my ICU goes out to Chuck One out there in Sacramento. Hey. Um, just a short bio. After a five-year hiatus, Chuck One is making his grand re-entrance into the business of rap music. Uh, Ch- Chuck One began his, pas- his passion for music as a trumpet player since the second grade. Shout out to his trumpet players. Um, he played in the school bands up until high school, where his attention was drawn to the fascination of street life. As years progressed, he found himself face-to-face with a passion he had long forgotten, which was music. After mm-hmm. establishing his own record label, he finally decided to venture off to his own and after garnering a following within the Polynesian community. 
Chuck One found uh, local success with radio stations in Sacramento, such as KBMB 103.5, KSFM 102.5, and even KML in the Bay Area, just to name a few. Um, what else? Now, in reinvigorated with the more drive and knowledge of the music business, he has created an even more potent product with the substance describing the experience of a Samoan male in America's society. Mm. His album, The Mighty One, is a declaration solidifying his position among the ranks of his comrades and as well as his peers. So prepare yourself for an in-depth look into the life of a man whose growth has evolved from tragedy to triumph. So he, uh, you know, I really want to recognize um, Chuck One because he's just like he's low key like one of like an upcoming or at least under my radar he's like this upcoming motivational speaker coming from the streets again from try from. Tragedy to Triumph. He has a powerful story. I don't really know it to the T, but I've been watching him on on the gram for a bit, and he's just been like reciting quotes. He he be shooting out some Gary V quotes and okay, just like yeah. you know some scriptures. But he's pretty deep. He has a record release coming out um, coming up soon, January twenty fifth, and um, all proceeds from this event will be donated to help combat the measles epidemic in Samoa, which is another great thing. I feel like that's okay, what's that's what's up, Chuck One. I see you. So um, we're uh, hoping to have him. As a guest for 2020, you feel okay, me? Come, come sit on, in come and pull up, uh, on a ch- pull up on uh, the FTQ fam. We want to hear from you. And um, yeah, I just want to recognize uh, this amazing person that's out there in Sacramento doing great things. So yeah, so my ICU goes out to Chuck One. Just want to let you know I appreciate you and everything that you do and everything you stand for. So Chuck One, I see you. That's what's up. Damn, that's what's up. <laughs> what about John you, Jordan? Um, um, for me, my ICU, <clears throat> it was going to be this long, this, this long thing. I think it would have been too long. I'll just, but just a quick shout out. No, nah, don't worry to, about it, man. Go ahead. Make it long. Ooh. And then make it rain. <laughs> um, like the shout out. Let's shout out. So I want to shout out to, to all my family that, uh, yeah. Has uh, played a part of me. I feel like they, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they're they're a big play in who I am today. Uh, I was born and raised out here, and it was just a few of us. And I have family come from the islands, mm-hmm. and uh, they they gave you a boy island love, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and and taught a lot, maybe overtop. And some things, but <laughs> you know, respect, humility, right. and everything. But um, we'll shout out my family. You know, everybody who's doing it, um, from all my older cousins to younger, my brothers, my sisters, um, my wife, her family, everybody doing it. We all trying to get this generational, uh, 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 you know, success. This generational, generational legacy, wealth. okay, and generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The green. Uh, but uh, my ICU is gonna is gonna go out to to my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, she represents uh, uh, someone who's been through the storm and has been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and found her way back mm-hmm. and. To, for somebody to do that like I always 
I respect anybody that can can you know fall back and and find their way back and come back like Michael Vick. <laughs> you know, all right, you killing me, bro. Just go there, bro. Word, back like Michael Vick. Word. Always, that's always in my head. But word, my mom, she's you know she she she's been through some stuff, and we've been through some stuff as a family. And for her to where she's at now, um, she out there in Hawaii living her best life. Uh, but. Uh, she got two sons out here in the mainland uh, that that love her very much, mm. and um, and that resiliency kind of rubs off on me. Mm. And the discipline, even the discipline she has, like uh, that's where 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 my mind, like the, my manifestation, my manifestation came from. Uh, you know, the discipline was from her. Um, the way I see her, you know, uh, just. She don't eat like she used to, mm-hmm. and she lost a lot of weight. She's fit, works out a lot. Yes. And just like, mom. man, super mom and super individual, just a human being. Um, Candy Fihaki is her name. And, uh, Candy Fihaki? Candy Fihaki Okay, name, Candy. Right? <laughs> she, you know, and she still kept the last name, you know. Yes. Even, you know, with everything going, going down, well, that went down. She she a strong woman. I just want to say, Candy, Candy Fihaki, I see you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and happy birthday! Oh, happy, happy, yeah, happy birthday. birthday! I called out. We was talking earlier. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I called her to say happy birthday, but happy birthday again on there. Yeah, that's what's up. Happy birthday, Candy, Mama uh, Candy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my I see you this week. I got. Just a couple. I usually just recognize one, but man, there has been a whole lot of folks that's been, you know, on my radar, mm-hmm. that's been on my heart, that I just want to uh, just give some light to one time. So uh, my first ICU goes out to a, a woman named Summer, who's out there from Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> hey. y'all might be familiar with summer she went oh, viral uh she went viral on twitter and then just all over the internet uh she is a best buy probably by now former employee okay. uh I from hawaii who worked at the best buy in girl, uh waipahu yeah uh so this video uh went viral it's a video of her where there's um, a dude who's trying to run out of the Best Buy holding the package. Uh, he was trying to boost some shit, and she ran up. She ran up right in front of him and was posting him up. Was, <laughs> was pushing, was pushing his ass back. Right. Was posting him up and pushed his ass to the other side of uh, of the store where they fell through and you know got on the floor. And then some other dude comes through and is trying to. Um, handle the situation as well but she already got it on lock and then so by the time they come back into the into the screen you know she, uh he's like trying to pull her hair and yeah pull her shirt from um Donkey. above her and she's just steadily on him like got his ass Chopped you know him. for real yeah. she sure did she huh? deaded him she yeah, she sure did she was about to dog walk that motherfucker yeah. too hey and hey. he when he got up he he already knew what time it he was. Surrendered, yeah. right. He surrendered, bro. He already knew what time it was. She, he lucky she didn't lay the pause on. Okay, him. that was all like forearm and like 
See, that was perfect. That was I, I was a lineman. And yeah. uh-huh. that that was that stands. That stands, huh? That's D one. That's true. She went viral to where like folks you know from the NFL and folks who uh, like our sports commentators was tweeting about her and talking about her form and talking about her posture and the whole shit. And every you know, like she just went viral because that video was just hella funny, hella she dope. Was, she was in position. It mm-hmm. wasn't like she had the momentum to go after him. Mm-hmm. The momentum was coming against her mm-hmm. and still posted. Yep. Yeah. It's that Kahlo, man. It's that Kahlo. You feel me? <laughs> it's that Fasi Povi. Fasi <laughs> Nah, it's just that. But it's that natural strength that sure I is. feel like, you know, we all embody. And, mm-hmm. and she just looked real familiar. You know, I was comparing. I was like, oh, that looked like such and such. That looked like my relative. Um, I feel right? like I heard something happen. Like, she it came against her. It did come against her. So, Summer, her name is Summer on Twitter. It's uh, SX Tapasa, T-A-P-A-S-A. Man, tap in with her and show her some love. So, Summer, come to Cali. We want to interview and you. We want to chop it up with you, Summer, one time, but... So what ended up happening was that, you know, she had said, because I'm doing my research on, on her timeline, <laughs> and she Damn. was talking about how uh, he had tried it weeks before, right? Like, he had tried to do that uh, already, and so she kind of already seen him and knew it was up, and she was like, this ain't about to go down uh, while I, uh, on my watch. Not on my watch. So that video goes viral. Uh, corporate ends up firing her because she didn't follow policy. No Busekki ass okay, corporate. A motherfucking policy, policy. I fucking I hate policies. Policy, and, that's loyalty. She didn't right? do that out. That she did that on duty for she, the sake of the store. For real. Like she she did that because Maybe she, she didn't do it for the store. She did that because in her her natural inclination was just do what's right. I feel like she just knew what was right. Well, even that though, but even that, the the store benefits from that. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. The store benefits from her having being brought up that way, having that kind of mindset. Like so, if she was, imagine if she was just a customer, or like a customer just, or she was a customer, and seen a dude run out. You think she would do so? Hmm. If she she wasn't working there, she didn't have her. I, I don't know. Maybe I think she would. Yeah, I yeah maybe she, depending maybe she because she you know react. she. It was her. It looked like she just reacted fast. Like that was her natural thing to just yeah. do. But that nonetheless, nonetheless, they fired her, uh, which she stated that she wasn't tripping because she had already put in her two weeks. Hey, you know what I mean. So hey, collect that unemployment, sis. Do what you do. You feel me? Uh, but I think the moral of the story is, you know, don't put yourself on the line for a corporation that will replace your ass in a minute. Hey, in a facts. second you know you what I mean me? and so many someone of us, need to hire as a bodyguard one of these celebrities if y'all listen to y'all need to hire as a bodyguard she's I, gonna protect your man, life bro or, or they need to give her a contract and, and you know first woman For in the NFL real. come through <laughs> manifest that okay I mean I don't know we'll see but all I know is she did the damn thing in that video and and I really dug it I really appreciated I appreciate it that. so Summer I see you. Uh, secondly, my ICU goes out to a group that I just learned about today by way of Lady Sonny. Okay. I, I just wanted to shout them out one time. It's called they're called Shepherd's Rain. Okay. And uh, uh, Sonny shared a video. The video is called Le Manu. Uh, they are so Shepherd's Rain is a Samoan rock band from South Auckland. 
Um, I've what? I did my little research and I seen in their you know in their uh, posts they have these hashtags hashtag Afro metal what uh, hashtag tooth necklace and so what i seen was with their logo and their band and their whole image is that they're always rocking their ulangifos right their their the shark tooth necklace that's what's up uh that's their signature and so i thought it was really dope of uh they did this post uh for samoan language week because the what sana said was that she she shared their stuff because she found out about this band because they was getting drug on twitter like somebody was trying to drag them because one, they're a poly group, they're a poly band, but they're doing rock and roll or like metal, you know, and like that's that's not normal for our community, right? Because yeah. we always either do reggae or do try to do rap, mm-hmm. uh, some kind of island music. Yeah, so. but you know, everybody does really mm-hmm. good with the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm just gonna read their post real quick uh, for Samoan Language Week. Uh, they wanted to talk about uh, the traditional necklace from Samoa called the Ulangifo. Uh, originally made by our ancestors from teeth of a sperm whale and tusks of a wild boars. Nowadays, they are made of coconut shell, wood, and plastic. These necklaces were gifted to the sons of high chiefs, giving them strength, courage, and bravery to carry on from their name. Mm. Uh, there are many different versions of the story of how and why the Ulangifo was made, but this is pretty much the basics of all the versions. Mm. Why do they wear it? Uh, they are the sons of high chiefs, but they do know one thing. Their parents and ancestors are all very important to them. High chiefs are not, Samoan are not, you are kings and queens to us. The Ulangifo uh, has now been a part of our journey for over 10 years to us, it stands for uniqueness, courage, originality, bravery, and most importantly, our love for the Fanau who uh, have gone. Because mm. without them, we would not be here. So that was their post from from Samoan Language Week. Yes. Just Yeah, just wanted to shout them out one time, recognize yes. them, Shepherd's Rain, go tap in with their music. Um, I'm not personally into uh, rock, rock or heavy right. metal, but I can dig seeing some different. So that's why I wanted to shine some light on them one time, yes. help out the cause. You know, uh, Lady Sonny said that uh, having that um, having that whole discussion on Twitter mm-hmm. up their followers and up their yeah. subscribers. So yeah, tap that's in with them because uh, it's really good. My last ICU, I want to give out to. Um, my co-chair uh, from the Pacific Islander Initiative, Miss Sue Vuna. Yes, hey. sir. Uh, see you, Lolo Val Vuna. What it do? What What's it do, up? I uh, just want to recognize you and say thank you for all of your work that you have done for this past year and a half. Um, yeah, a year and some change. Wow. You've been putting in a lot of work, um, and I don't think... I have recognized you enough, and so mm. I want to I want to recognize you before the year ends and say there that I go. see all the the work you do, and you have added so much value to mm. our collective work as a community around uh, mental health and mental wellness. So, all that to say, Suvuna, I see you. All right, y'all, tap in with these announcements, and we'll be right back. What's good, y'all? This is Jordan Fihaki of the Wayfinders. 
Tap in with us and visit our website at fearlesswayfinders.com. And remember, only us stop us. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Casey Volks, living out my dreams out now on all platforms. Go ahead and cop that. What it do, Kaipu? We back. You know, it's that last <laughs> segment. The last segment of 2019, <laughs> man. The last episode of 2019. We about to chop it up with Mr. Jordan Fihaki of the Wayfinders brand. What's up, FTQ? Hey, Yay. what it do, Kaipu? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's been really uh, a pleasure to have you here to chop it up with you. Um because, man, this just all this reflecting has been real dope. But we want to tap in with you and what you got going on because you, what you're creating is something that's really dope that it's taken me some time to um, to go to work towards that because I wanted to understand, you know, like what is this brand um, that you're creating? Because, you know, a hell of people was coming out with T-shirts and all these different things, but... The way I feel like I got introduced to what you was doing, it was like I seen a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And then when um, the scholarship came through, mm. it was like, OK, now I have an even deeper uh, connection to see like what's going on here. Yeah. And then when we met with you at uh, the Turkey Trot, right? Shout yeah. out to Samoan Solutions yeah. and Mamalu Designs. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, we got to we got to chop it up, right? We got to meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had some merch, uh, and then even we got gifted yeah, with that yeah. with the dope ass beanie and a nice card yeah, from you, we. Drew and Lassie. Thank y'all very much for the love. But we even got to support, and so it was it was just all this like just this uh, great energy forming around Wayfinders uh, before even meeting you, and so that's what we want to tap in with you about right now to. To also introduce to our uh, listeners, if they haven't already been tapped in with Wayfinders. Um, okay. So if for those who don't know, right, Wayfinders is, would you say it's a brand or would you say it's more than that? It's a movement. It's I a way say, of life. Huh? Um, yeah, I'd say a, a brand. Yeah, it's definitely a movement. It's a way of life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, that Trinity. <laughs> Trinity. Trinity. <laughs> An idea. It can be an idea. It can be a guide. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But um, tell yeah, us about the over. tell us about the genesis of Wayfinders. Oh, the genesis. So, like when I when it. Yeah, like, what, like it, what inspired you? What, what what made you take off? What made you go with it? Um, it hasn't been that long, really. But I feel like what got me to that point was like a lifelong of everything that I've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything, everything that I've been through, the struggles, things I've learned, um, kind of helped me, you know, towards, it kind of pushed me towards that. But, Mm. um, uh, art in itself and like designs Mm -hmm. is something that's always been around me growing up. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen it everywhere. I've always, I mean, I just remember as young as like, I mean, probably before I can walk or just barely walking, you know, getting notepads and like seeing my dad draw or doodle something. I've Mm -hmm. always found it amazing Mm -hmm. and, and, and how it can make me feel. And the, 
the the you know the stories it can tell. Um, I hear stories of my pops just being at house parties, mm-hmm. everybody getting toasted, everybody getting bent, mm-hmm. and he's on the side with a notepad and a pen, just just doodling just away. Don't need to creating, just creating something. Mm-hmm. And he never really did nothing with it. It's just something that was always in him, and maybe yeah. epigenetically, it just passed on to me. Um, so you got some skills with a pencil? I'm not. I don't have skills. I kind of don't even consider myself like like a designer or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't really draw for nothing. Like like the like the the tongue and kupesi. Mm-hmm. I can. I'm I'm decent at that. Um, but as, as if you ask me to draw a person, I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, draw a mountain or something or a tree. Uh-huh. I've, no, it'd probably be stick figure type. <laughs> but, um, but I'm into it. I'm I'm down with it. Like Word. art makes me feel some kind of way. What kind of and way? All the way, all whichever way. <laughs> oh, the way way. Okay. The way way. <laughs> <That part. laughs> it just, you know, you. you and it's something I'm still learning mm-hmm. you know, mm. and you know how to do and um so just uh I I I took that on I doodled everywhere I used to draw on on my notepads math books history books <laughs> on the desk mm-hmm. and then I'd be after at the class I'd have to come clean all the desks <laughs> to wash the flagpoles down everything the walls <laughs> and it was just I drew on myself. I drew on other people. Word. Football games. I, hey, could you could you give me the the New Zealand, you know, the Maori face? And I'm doing all that, and I didn't really know what I was doing, but you know, I, and at that time, doing all that, I didn't really like. I didn't. I didn't know the, the the kind. The, you know what that impacted? Like even just like, doodling some like, like a Maori mm-hmm. design, and and. Like I admit it, like at the time I didn't know, but it is kind of appropriating it. I didn't yeah. understand it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was, but um, I kind of, I kind of had a better feeling for the Tonga Kupesi. I had cousins that, like I said, the cousins that came from Tonga. Some of them are artistic and had no pads full of them. Like, completed like Kupesi, and I'm like, dang. So like, I seen that. I'm like, I'm gonna do it better, or I'm gonna have my twist to it, uh-huh. and mm. like. And, um, yeah, I, I did that in high school. I I was in high school during the hyphy movement. And the hyphy <laughs> movement, we had hyphy shirts. Word. Uh, shout out Survey. Shout uh-huh. out. Remember Survey? Survey. Survey. That's a throwback. Yeah. Right. And I thought it was just like some other brand. But when I seen them start doing like cultural shirts, like Word. not just for the hyphy movement, but like. I seen one a survey shirt with like the king of thong on there mm-hmm. and like its own design. I'm like, hold on, like where are they from? Right. And I heard they from the bay. To this day, I don't really know, but I heard they from the bay. I know people that say they know them, whatever, whatever. But the hyphy movement, you know, and all that kind of spiked. I seen acting, and I went into the mall one time. I'm just window shopping. I really couldn't afford anything over there. So I seen that five I finger, discount. Five finger <laughs> discount. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. You know, but okay. I seen the academics mm-hmm. um, brand, and 
they had a Kobesi on the side of the pants and on a shirt. Oh, what? And it was just like a, a like a hint of it. It wasn't like full blasted like you see yeah, some of like these shirts strip. nowadays. Mm-hmm. It was just a little piece. And I'm like, ooh, like, I don't know who the artist was. I asked somebody who might be a potential artist. He didn't hit me back. It's all good. King Alpha is good. But uh, uh, that that really sparked something in me to like put some on clothes mm-hmm. so high school um i went to i went to walmart with whatever money i had or if it was just five finger discount on that fabric paint over there i was, <laughs> I was hey, you know i grabbed the paint paintbrush right and then, then my first i remember my first shirt was like a tongan flag mm. and then the hawaiian flag in the back yeah. Oh, and because it was simple, it was easy to make, and I'm doodling that, I'm putting that on the shirt, and I'm wearing it. People's like, "Damn, like who's that? Like who did that?" And I'm just <laughs> like, I wasn't really serious with it at the time. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Shit, I did it." And then some folks they wanted theirs, ooh, ooh, and a lot of people hated on it, and were like, "Who do you think you survey or you think you?" There's other brands that I wanted that that uh, that that started out of out of out of Mount Eden High School. Mm. Uh, 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 shout out just us and shout out uh, um, the uh, the front runners, uh, but I remember front, just us. Yeah, just us. The uh, front runners are still going to this day. That's what's up. Um, but uh, um, there was a little. We had a, I had a little my my creativity and everything. Kind of, I was. Uh, I would say like inspired by by the hyphy movement watching other brands do their thing and kind of mm-hmm. people that look like me do it right i kind of felt like i was like you know what let me try it um at the time i didn't really have all that that much confidence to even believe in myself like that but i was just like at least i could just doodle it on yeah, the shirt yeah, or yeah. something mm-hmm. then i did a tongue and seal got more intricate with the designs and um i did a Samoan. um i'm just doing the easier flag the easier Samoan flag to do. I forgot oh, for which Western one it was. Samoan. It might be Western Samoan. Yeah, and um, you know, for 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 family. But um, then you know, that was Bay Bridges, the 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 the, the area codes, everything. And mm-hmm. then when I went to Utah, it kind of, I it kind of boosted because like. People were digging the hyphy movement. It's kind of it was kind of slowed down a little bit and uh-huh. get into a different kind of movement when I left. Uh-huh. And but in Utah, everything kind of comes a little slower. So mm-hmm. like when it when I got there, it was like booming. And like, oh, you're from the Bay. So I'm like, shit, I'm gonna rep it to the max. Like, <laughs> Let me explain this real yeah, quick. Yeah, I'm right. making Hayward shirts. I'm making people don't know what Hayward. What's that? Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm making Bay Bridge shirts. I'm making California and just shirts with an area code on it. Mm-hmm. And just you know, people were digging it. Mm. Still, I couldn't find like the. I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't know what a niche was. I didn't know what I was doing. I was mm-hmm. just doing it because I. Did you felt move like, to Utah for school or just your family moved out oh, there? It was just me. It was just uh, you. Yeah. You just up and left. Ran away. Jeez. Yeah. Up and left. And, you know, that's a that's another thing in its own. And um, you know, my family members, they they know mm-hmm. and and um they were, you know, they they seen it and 
So and, that's what got you time, out. But that's what got you out there, right? Was was making that <laughs> making that decision to move out there, and you was exploiting it. Uh, not exploiting that you ran away. Exploiting the fact that like the hyphy movement was cracking out here or cracking out there, and so you was designing and all that. And so, right. so I went out there my junior year. Uh, my space time. <laughs> and uh, who was your a... top eight? <laughs> <laughs> what did those DMs look like? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't wait to see that new message. So okay, I couldn't wait to see that pop up. But you know, I had a I had a MySpace friend. I was, you know, I was, I was an adolescent. You know, I'm a junior in high school, mm. going through going through. BS, you know, mm-hmm. and going through um, just the going normal through life, kid stuff, right. normal kid stuff. Mm-hmm. I just happened to run away and and leave home into a whole other state. But good thing, you know, I was um, my dad's brother lived out there. Yeah, they have a family, and they 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 took me in and and really taught me a lot. But even then, I was still damaged, mm-hmm. you know, getting mm-hmm. over there. But um, mm-hmm. so a lot of things happened. And um, um, but they really they 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 set me straight. It was you know I didn't believe I didn't know I would get into a college. I didn't know I would get into a into a a, a university. But I just applied. Just you know did good. I finished good in high school out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so where the education set up on that side in in Utah is it's it's something different compared to what we have out here is in public schools. Mm-hmm. But um uh I got into to the University of Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh went to school for for sociology. Um was you still making so, uh clothing at that time? I wasn't. I I wasn't making clothes at that time. I was um I was my mind wasn't there anymore. Right. I was still doodling. Uh-huh. I would still draw on on papers, on things. I'd have notepads. And it got to the point where I was like making full, full like like if I pull up notepads from, from high school unto that time in, in college, it, it came, it went from complete designs mm-hmm. all the way to like unfinished. Like I'd start it and won't even finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is to this day. I don't know what it is, but my mind wasn't there no more. Mm. It wasn't, it wasn't, I, I felt like at the time it was like an escape mm-hmm. and now I'm not trying to escape it. I'm trying mm. to face whatever issue it mm. is. I'm, I'm going so like. So tell us about the moment when you got to the point of where you're like, you know what? I'm going to do this again. Um, so I drop out of school, come out. Pops passed away, um, and on his deathbed, he told me that uh, I was a hundred miles off the the railroad tracks. I was not where I was supposed to be at, mm. and that um, I should be doing better. So I didn't feel bad when he said that. Like I said, like when someone calls me out, like I listen now, especially at that moment, I was mm-hmm. definitely listening. Yes, yeah. I didn't know if it was his last words he was saying to me so i took that in and had, when i moved back i had some like security job at at a, at a healed college mm. and 
<laughs> shout out Hill Collins. Not Hill Collins. Yeah, yeah, shout out Hill Collins. Rest in peace. Right, rest in peace. Right, pay, pay, pay everybody back, man. Yeah. Okay. Pay, but um, I'm I'm back now. Like I said, I left everything in Utah, mm-hmm. and I came back with nothing. That's family had my back, and they were like, "Yo, you can live with us." All we ask is like, whatever that you had going on in Utah, leave it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to change. And whatever you go through, everything you knew in Utah is going to try to come back. And they're going to say you changed and they're going to try to pull you back. So just be prepared for that and, 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 and keep moving forward. And my uncle was saying, he was like, you see, you see my sons, I see you just as like them. And I tell them to be better than each other, to keep, you know, to, and not saying that in competition, in like a competitive way, but like in a way to really um, have us keep chasing something. Like yeah. move together. To something. Yeah, move yeah, together. Yeah, right. yeah. He's getting his degree, whatever. Try to be better than that. Yeah. Keep, just keep leveling up yeah and not leveling up on each other but like you said we moved together mm-hmm. so that really stuck with me too and i was during that time i was back for like a year and i'm like working security i'm bouncing down downtown oakland and i'm like nah this i'm not getting paid enough for you know i need to do something mm-hmm. i can't just be this security guard not nothing bad of it i just my i seen more potential of myself to do something different. Right. And so uh, uh, I went fishing. <laughs> right? yeah. I was a, a commercial fisherman in Alaska. Uh, okay. Did that, did that for a few seasons. And I was glad I did because that thing, like, teaches somebody how to work. Mm. Yeah. You have to work. You have to double check, triple check what you do because a mistake could cost a life. Mm. If if not someone else is your own, yeah. But it can, anything could go wrong on there, mm. really quick. So um, I was kind of proud of myself when I went out there because, like, when my dad was saying, he see myself like a hundred miles off off the track, off track. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like some some sort of like relief doing hard work mm-hmm. and to, like hard work to where like my mind wasn't there like i call home and i just tell them it's like my mind was with you guys like i don't even know what i'm doing over here i'm just working my body working we're talking like seven days a week for 17 hours a day no days off for like a month yeah right and it's it's to like there's so much testosterone on the boat and every like we could get mad at a simple what's up or a simple like how was did you get some sleep mm-hmm. like we get mad at questions like that right and I don't get snappy but, <laughs> but I learned a lot on there and when I you know I came back but during on during that time on the boat it was a lot of time to think and I was just like whatever money I get like I have to do something with it um something i have to invest in something mm-hmm. i didn't know what that was i was just like i had to put my money into something and like let it grow or whatever to make more money like yeah try, okay. to, bubble, money, try bubble to bubble up right this. right so i did i came back paid all the student loans paid 
every court fine I had, everything that I had to pay back, I had to pay all that debt. I paid it all off and got broke again. But I had, I was thinking, and I don't know where the thought of like finding like the decision between, I had two things that I wanted to do. I'm not sure where it came from. It's just being artistic. Cause, oh, oh, that's right. My dad at on his on his deathbed also told me it was like you should probably do something with art because mm-hmm. I promised him I was gonna finish school and he called me out on his deathbed. He said you broke your promise. Mm. It was like do something with your art, and that's the first time he said that. Mm. I've never heard him say that. Like mm. do something with your art, and it sparked something in me too. So I'm on this boat. Um catch a fish and um i'm just thinking when i get back i'm gonna have to pay these loans i'm gonna have to put my money into something i have to do something if i'm not gonna go back to school i want to do something with art which was tattooing or do something with clothes mm. and i came back um when i come back occasionally like after the season or something i come look up like tattoo schools I come look up like how to start a clothing business or whatever. I was watching YouTube like hell. Mm-hmm. I was trying to talk to people like University that. of YouTube. <laughs> University of YouTube. Shout out. And and just and I had to do something with art. So it was either tattooing or I was gonna I was gonna design clothes or make clothes. And I didn't know what was gonna go on it. For tattooing, it was just like, okay, I'm okay at doing kupesi like i could i know how to tell i, I know the difference between talking to Samoan, fijian mm-hmm. and maori tattoos mm-hmm. um maybe i could do something with that so you know i bought a tattoo machine and failed miserably like i mean like did I you tear anybody of, up i or? tatted a bunch of people up oh, okay and, well like some of them are rookie and some Ooh. of them are okay. Uh, um, my whole left side is tatted by my, like I tatted myself on see, this. Now side. that's a real artist. Right. That's and a I real tatted, artist. I tatted my leg. But... I got a partner that did the same thing. <laughs> a I lot made... of tattoo artists. Yeah. Yeah. T- <laughs> yep. I, 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 shout out to Tente. What's up, bro? Shout out. <laughs> it wasn't something I wanted to do. I wasn't satisfied with it. So let me put the machine there. I said, let me try this. Let me let me try try making clothes. So I bought a whole screen press machine, didn't know how to use it, and still don't know how to use that thing. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Wasted money on a on a bunch of equipment. But I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to do it. It's something I have to learn. Yeah. Um, um for the sake of, you know, printing clothes. And I like to do it, it's something I like to do, but for what I'm doing, I decided to to kind of outsource who prints my designs and then I press it, mm-hmm. right? Or I'll I'll depending on what kind of order it is, I'll create the design and you know cut it out of vinyl and then press it. But um, uh, I created this brand called the Indigenous Delegates. Okay. And what did uh, the, the, what did the name come from? What inspired the name? Um, I kind of wanted to do something cultural. Mm-hmm. I wanted something native and I wanted something to like, you know, like represent our culture. So like, uh, that's a dope name. Indigenous delegates, like yeah. a native, native representative. Mm-hmm. ID. <laughs> All time. ID, right. And, um, I created that and, you know, I was, I became, uh, you know, I was 
I wasn't self-aware. I was just creating things and just printing it on shirts and just hoping somebody buys it. For the sake of creating it. For the sake of creating Mm -hmm. it. Excuse me. And getting paid to do it. But that failed miserably. Um, And, uh, you know, had kids or had a had a had a son. Um, what does, I kind of just yeah put it aside. What did support look like throughout that whole journey? I mean, did you have people going against it during the time? Did you have people supporting you? Like, who were who was your support system? I had um, support system from everywhere, and I heard, and then I had like like negative folks from everywhere too like and a lot of negativity came from like the closest mm. uh, but a lot of positivity came from the closest mm, that's so, what's like, up the support system like it kind of confused me and then when i seen that i didn't know that like the closest your closest ones could be the ones that could really hurt i didn't understand that, that. shit happens a lot so like it made me bitter yeah and yeah. when i got bitter like instead of taking it out on my close ones i was taking it out on haters that came from afar mm. it really didn't matter so now i'm focusing on other folks and what they think about it and and not really focusing on myself mm-hmm. i'm not really um analyzing what's going on in here uh but i'm 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 worried about like what the next person is saying mm-hmm. um i'm mad because some people didn't didn't want to support mm-hmm. um uh when i asked for support but when i started doing it then they came they came for me yeah and asking for support or whatever mm-hmm. and that kind of made me born bitter and i'm like thinking the world is against me mm-hmm. and it made me it made me like a negative person mm-hmm. and so like and this is all with the this is all with, with indigenous, indigenous delegates. delegates okay and <clears throat> i'm trying to it, it so i i with all that going on, like it just it it turned me into somebody I wasn't supposed to be, yeah. and so and I let that happen, yeah. and I didn't realize that till way after. Mm-hmm. When I dropped it, I was just like, I was just like, whatever. Like I'm I'm about to have a kid. I'm I need to focus on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of like on the back burner. Like I want to do something. People were like, "Dude, what happened to Indigenous Delegates?" Mm-hmm. Uh, you should bring it back or revamp it, whatever. Because I still had merch and I had some like good merch left too, like hats and some beanies and some shirts. Like it was still good product, but and people were digging it. But when they was asking, I was just giving it to them. It was like, nah, nah, I take this on. Like, nah, 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 get it out. Like, I, I want l- as less of it now. Yeah. Like, we we send things back to the islands. I'm like, huh? Like, yeah. put this in here. Like, they can take it. Put it back yeah. into the community. Just huh? put it back. Yeah, instead of just tossing it, let me put it back in here and send it in the box back to yeah. the island. But uh, so I dropped it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it for for a minute. And I was just. What's a minute? How long did you did you stop before you got um, into? A, so I it, created that in 2013. I created that uh, the indigenous delegates in 2013. I might have dropped it in like 15. Okay, so it had a two-year run. So like a two-year run, and then and then you stopped. And then I stopped. Okay. Um, I had a kid, so I had a kid on the way, and then I was just focusing on that too. Mm -hmm. And then I just, and then I just 
something brought me into like start reflecting and I'm not really sure what it was. And maybe having a kid did that to me or like had getting married and having a family. Really right. Cause now you're creating a legacy right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I'm thinking I'm still, I still have that is to try to create something, yeah. make something. So right, then right. I was like, let me get into custom clothing. So now if anyone wants a custom shirt, like I'll make it for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I barely be able to know how to design it. So it's easier if you come at me with a design, I'll press yeah, it, boom, press boom, it. boom. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that maybe 2016 or 17. Okay. And, and uh, you know, bought, bought materials, bought a press, everything to get that going. I'm just making things for other folks. Yeah. And then every once in a while, I might create a shirt and be like, hmm, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this time, I knew indigenous delegates was done. Like mm. people were telling me to bring it back. And I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not good, feeling whatever. it right. You can't do something you don't feel. Mm-hmm. I just. Blush it out. Kick back. Just <laughs> brush it out. Yeah. <laughs> just turned away from it. And, um, and, and wanted to, you know, create something new. Uh-huh. And uh, that's where so, your wayfinder came in. That's where the wayfinder came in. And the motto. Talk talk a little bit about the motto of the mission. The Let, let's read so, it for the folks one time. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so the wayfinders is defined as one with a destination goal in life. Mm. One who realizes those who came before them and are aware that they are an impact to those who come long after. The Wayfinder understands that as they navigate through the ocean of life, no matter how tough the storm get, what they do will ripple through their history. Mm. We are the Wayfinders. Only us stop us. Yeah, bud. Tell us about the intention behind this passage. And then I think even just work your way, you know, because I know we was getting to the point of where you still had the itch. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you know, you just had a kid and you was focusing in on that, but you still had the itch to create. So lead us into Yes, I still had a I had an itch to create something, so I got into the custom. I'm making clothes. I'm I'm, I'm making some for myself here and there, just like just whatever. It could be like a quote or some, or you know, just just getting back to that creative side again of doing something. I'm putting stuff on on garments, on clothes. Yeah, and so. Um, After after just time of people, you know, some some close folks just saying like you should you should do something, or bring it back. I mean, you know, they're talking about indigenous delegates. So I'm like, I'm nah, cool to me. So I think you should bring something back. Like you have a a story to tell, whatever. And then you know, hearing that just kind of you know, like you know what? Maybe I should tell a story. The indigenous delegates was trying to just be all cultural, like with designs or whatever, or like something that that's that's more tied with just back home mm-hmm. um back to the islands or whatever but like how about telling the story of like someone who immigrated out here first second third generation out yeah. here yeah. how about our stories mm-hmm. yeah instead of just like the the cultural design or the kupesi yeah you know, like the 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 bear designs you know how about us folks out here yeah as something we can connect with like we can always face back home, mm-hmm. but like we have a story out here too. We have a legacy out here, so, um, you know, with those thoughts floating around my mind, I'm like, 
maybe I can create something and put that on 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 a shirt. And I still had like a little bit of thought and with the with the with the like the the Dao design or Kupesi design or some. But then I'm like my focus is now like once that is on there, once like a like a like a design like that is on there, it's it's now it's it just pulls it to on one side of that spectrum, which is yeah. what I'm talking, which was what I was pulling trying to pull away from. Mm-hmm. I was like I'm trying to limit myself from using those designs, but actually like trying to make it more modern or like I don't know how to say like 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 as as immigrants out here. Mm-hmm. Um, a little twist of that. As it's I like see, being a part of the diaspora, right? Of like Pacific Islanders who now uh, have left home and live out here in the continent and right. have adapted to like the way of life out here in the different areas that we come from. Right, the different influences. Like, Yeah, what you're saying really resonates with me because, I mean, that's also part of like how we have uh, thought about this platform. You know what I mean? It's like, Whenever we got, whenever it's uh, PI stuff or whenever it's poly stuff, you know, it's always this expectation of like cultural things such as the patterns or Mm -hmm. such as like dances or everything back home and never focusing on our experiences here and what, you know, Lassie wrote about um, Mm. as like existing in the concrete ocean. Mm. right Mm -hmm. because you know like there's these different elements out there that like focus on ocean we are ocean um Mm -hmm. focusing on like back home back in the islands but never do we ever uh have a a space or a time in which we can focus on our experiences here so i really dig i really dig the the depth of uh the intention you put behind you know wanting to create something uh, such as wayfinders and having that little bit of history of knowing that, like, you wanted to work away from the patterns and the cultural design is important because while that's a part of us, like, we also exist yeah. out here in the, in these in the concrete ocean, in the con- you know, in the concrete in these streets, mm-hmm. right? And where that where that ripple that was was created from back then where mm-hmm. the, the ripple that legacy ripple is just coming all the way I, I i like to think of it as like a a tsunami of like immigrants like that wave yeah. is coming mm-hmm. out here and it's still flooding like you like if we could get like a like if we could like see the map of the u.s and like how the, this wave of like islanders came in and you know into the u.s so you just see it like getting more and more and more and more yeah, inland, right? yeah, yeah. from like california the pacific northwest and all yeah. that and just like starting to to you know to ripple just keep yeah. rippling out effect. right and they can't stop us mm-hmm. we're gonna keep coming um what's some uh, advice that you'd give for the for those who are want to start their own business especially in clothing and pressing because that's big right now yeah because hella people want to do that yeah so like what for me it depends like what what story you're trying to tell because like that's what it is right like you're uh so, so like designing clothes or like having a clothing brand like you're trying you're telling the story of whatever it is you're 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 you're, you're a creating message. some a message mm-hmm. to to project out into the world right um i would say find that find what it is mm. um just from from indigenous delegates to the wayfinders the difference is like i found 
like what we've been talking about that truth mm. of finding our truth mm. yeah and the wayfinder is like a reflection of me the, the wayfinder's clothing brand is like a reflection of me because what i'm learning like in real time i'm putting it all there mm. so like designs don't just like i'm not just on a on a pad or something and just like making something the things that like you've seen that's things that i've thought about from doing whatever like i could be so the wayfinder the name it came i was just driving so i'm a truck driver mm. I, i'm a i'm a uh, i'm a truck driver in in the bay area I work for uh, for a pickup and delivery company freight company so um i'm driving i do a lot of driving and at the time i'm thinking like if I create, you know, what this brand, because I'm making shirts, but I don't know what the name of the, the brand is. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to name it? What am I going to name it? I'm thinking and I, I, this process, is it goes on for weeks or maybe even months. I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah. even know what I'm going to call it. But what I do know is that I want it to be something that will flex the story or would something that would, that has meaning, something that can have like a double meaning, yeah. uh, multiple meanings. So yeah. they can interpret it in a few ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to name some like it can be an action mm. or it can be like, you know, a thing or like a noun. Mm -hmm. And and so I'm driving this truck and I'm moving and I'm going somewhere. And I'm thinking like reflecting on myself. I'm self-reflecting and I'm like, thinking about where I came from because in order to know where we want to go or where we're going we have to look back mm -hmm. yeah. and that's something or you know that's something that that's that's embedded in us like we we have to look back to move forward yeah yep. not too much we can't stay in that rearview mirror we might hit some <laughs> for, for sure, real for we gotta, real we got to use the we got to use the rearview mirrors the side mirrors at all times mm -hmm. um to see where we came from so like with that with that idea with that thought i'm like i'm going somewhere i'm you know finding like as a driver like i don't know exactly where i'm going all the time yeah yeah. i yeah. had to find my way mm. so like i'm moving i was like okay i'm driving okay in life we're trying to we're going somewhere we're trying to find our way and so i'm like dang find way wayfinder wayfinders Mm. Wayfinders, wait, wayfinders, mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, damn. So it came like as in the, like an epiphany or something. Mm. Like it, when when it came, it was just like boom, that's it. That was it. Now I'm on. Now I'm online. I'm trying to find who has the wayfinders. Mm. I'm trying to look like, does anyone have the wayfinders? Mm -hmm. I'm you know I'm going into like the you know the everything the. the Searching no, all kind of shit. Search yeah. all, all kind of search engines. Mm -hmm. like, is there any wayfinders yeah, out there? Yeah. Nothing. No wayfinder. Clothing. Yeah. No. There might have been a wayfinder line, and that's just like a line. Uh, it's just a branch uh, off of like like a clothing brand that's over there. It's just called like the wayfinder. Yeah. It's yeah. not the brand, but it's just the. Uh, but what I know, love about the fact that you had that moment and it sparked so much joy was that it turned into what we have in front of us today and it's still growing yeah it's still growing and it's very it's, i feel like it's still connected to the indigenous delegates because it's very ancestral 
when yeah. you think about wayfinders, right? You think about our people being uh, seafaring people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who who fucking sailed uh, the oceans using celestial navigation mm. as their as their tools. They didn't have a compass. They didn't have all these things, but they watched the the patterns of the way the birds was flying and the yeah. swells of the ocean and all the shit to where like. It just me. It has so has such a strong meaning and statement when you see wayfinders. That, mm-hmm. At least that's what I took away from it. No doubt, and it's it's deeply rooted in our culture. Even mm-hmm. even in the, the 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 Methodist church I grew up in, and and the way like some of the elders speak, um, a lot of like the a lot of like the tongue and language when being spoke to about some like like. A lot of the OGs like to tell stories to get a message. Mm-hmm. Instead of just telling me the message, mm-hmm. like, you got to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. They tell the story of, like, someone, you know, getting into something and they didn't tell the truth and something happened to them. Yeah. Right? They're, they they use, they, they create this context of, of the message. And so with that, and then they always talked about, like, the ocean and, like, we're in this this ocean of life and we are ocean mm-hmm. mm. and growing up i didn't i didn't really I, I didn't know if it was like if it was a spiritual thing if it was like religious like it was in the bible like we're mm. in the ocean of life mm. or like you know or if it was cultural because like we come from the south we come from the pacific and and uh, uh you know we we sailed the oceans um using celestial skills mm-hmm. but um, it was embedded in me, just like j- j- to think of life as an ocean. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the storms get rough. Sometimes the seas are are smooth. Mm-hmm. We, you always gotta, you always gotta keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And and for me, the way I grew up, Jesus was the captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the captain of this boat. Mm-hmm. And 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 we looked to him for for. Um, for that guidance and that comfort, mm-hmm. right? Just like Jesus was the was the comfort when in 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 the boat with his with his disciples and the storm hit. Mm-hmm. Jesus was sleeping and he came and calmed the storm. Mm-hmm. That stuff like is is deeply rooted and it's if it's 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 religious. I it's spiritual. I'm more of a spiritual person than mm-hmm. than than you know. I guess the the religious side of things, the, the religious side of it, but. I took all those bits and pieces that I learned, mm-hmm. and and I use that in in my in my life daily. Even mm-hmm. like how I pray, like I ask God to be, I ask God to be the captain of this boat. Yes. Um, like even the, you know, and sometimes I talk to my my younger siblings like that. I tell them it's like it's okay, it's okay. Like the the storms they don't last, like the the seas get rough, but yeah, it's all right. But just keep just keep it moving. Yeah, and um. You know, enjoy that time. Enjoy the enjoy the tough times. Enjoy the hard times. Yeah. So, trust the process. Trust the process. See, it's all tying together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like um, I feel like just having that deep understanding of the whole backstory, right? Of yeah. getting to the point where we are now with the Wayfinders brand, and you have found a way. You know, yep. you found a way to make a way, and I feel like that's what I take away from uh, you just taking us through this this journey of how we got to your brand now. Right. Right. And so just 
and how it connects and ties to everything that we've been reflecting on. You know, what what do you hope for? What do you want to manifest for like the Wayfinders brand um, as as they continue to make ways? Or as you continue to make ways, my bad. <laughs> so thinking of it, of like what we've been speaking about, like, um, like we're, I mean, like the Wayfinders, Wayfinders like this canoe and it's sailing mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's tied in with my life Word. and my experiences. It's me coming in the truth of myself and like using that as a vessel to project it. And my mouthpiece ain't really that good. So I'm going to use that. So like, I hope to, to be of that kind of service to somebody, mm-hmm. whoever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm, I'm seeing that the, the, the audience now, the, the target market right now is from like high school to 50 year olds. And, and I'm reaching out to, and it, that's a wide Islanders. range. That's a wide, wide range. That's a wide range. It's crazy. And your demographic so like, is Islanders. My demographic is okay. Islanders. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just naturally, I didn't mean for it to be like that. Mm-hmm. I was kind of be a little bit. I was trying to be a little bit more wider, but at the same time, I'm gonna start with home first. It has the potential yeah. to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because the message, bro. I feel like I heard uh, you earlier when you said that. Like your piece of advice is that find out what it is your you want your story to be. What story are you trying to tell? What's the message? Yeah. And I think through you telling us, um, the history is like. Ah, uh, your message is loud and yep. clear with the wayfinders. You know what I mean? Right and that's special. Appreciate you putting it like that. That definitely puts it in perspective. Puts it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Word yeah. up. Right. It, it's it's reassurance that something's working. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. I respect it. Hmm. So um, what do you want to manifest for uh for wayfinders, particularly the wayfinders? <laughs> um growth and service. Mm. Yeah. Growth and service. So, just continue to create, and 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 put my experiences out there that somebody can, you know, um, uh, identify with, mm-hmm. and with, you know, with all the experiences mm-hmm. that that I have and the Wayfinders, the the Wayfinders as a brand has, mm-hmm. we hope to be of service, whether it be. Just being, you know, putting planting the seed yeah, yeah, in somebody yeah. mm-hmm. uh, as a thought or yeah, subconscious yeah. thing in the back of their mm-hmm. head, or uh, you know, giving back. Mm-hmm. And shout out Lassie and Drew, yeah, that you know wanted to connect with, uh, you know, wanted to collab mm-hmm. and made it happen and create a scholarship, you know, two scholarships. Yeah. And, and y'all just celebrated your. Uh, this is the first, the first. Is it going to be annual? First annual for the Wayfinders brand. For the scholarship. For so the, you're going to are you going to do it again next year? Our plan is to do it again next year. Okay, yeah, for sure. We'll be on the uh, lookout for that. For sure, for sure. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we learned a lot. It was the first time doing it. We didn't really know what to do, but we learned a lot. Yeah, and yes. um, with that, we have. Uh, I should just announce who. Should I just? Yeah, go we ahead. have win. Yeah, we had two winners. They just, um, we have uh, Jean Jean Lassie Alana. Yeah, right. And uh, from uh, 
USC? Uh, UCLA. Uh, I mean, he, he should. He wanted to go to UC, UC, uh, USC, uh, but he's going no. to UCLA. EC. 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 Oh yeah, Steven. Yeah, yeah. EC. Uh, three four. Three four. Uh, yeah. Is the other. Uh, is the other. Uh, Both homies of mine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or, or, okay. or, or you don't know EC. Oh, oh y'all Gene. know him. Just Gene. Yeah. Oh, we okay. know Gene. Yeah, Gene. That's, hey, a, that's big that's homie. Yeah, that's big homie right there. She's big at homie. USC. Okay. Yeah, she's at USC yeah. Film School, and then uh, EC's over at UCLA. UCLA. Mm-hmm. What's up? Yep, those are two. Are two, you know. Um, and and to touch on that a little bit with the scholarship. So, like, yeah, we want to, as a brand, we want to provide a service as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and be, and that's something that I've always that's always been in me too was mm. to like was to be of service. It's something that I just I just grew up with, and especially now that I've I've been more self-aware and found myself mm. and and truth and service is one of that. Mm. That's what's up. I mean, yeah. you know the the famous uh Samoan proverb pule mm. tautua, mm. which means the path through the path to leadership it's, is through it's service. Through service. Yeah. And Dope. man, I, I've you know, I think I just really uh feel moved by how unwavering you were in mm-hmm. this pursuit of trying to figure out what is it that's that's going to be my thing right and how am i going to live out uh my my promises and then even mm-hmm. my potential you know and and uh that's what i'm taking away from your story of just sharing with us the wayfinders and and uh we a lot of I, it, i'm in awe you know no doubt a lot of it has it it's crazy how a lot of what we're talking about kind of ties into it. Yeah, yeah. Because we're yeah. talking about we're talking about growth. We're talking about self awareness. We're mm-hmm. talking about truth. Yeah. All that ties into it. It's like, like you said, Gary V always says like, like or, or yeah, you once you're self aware, like you're immovable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you're you you found your truth. You're yeah. immovable. Yeah. You put your yeah. all your chips into that. <laughs> yeah. No one. You can't. Nobody can mess with that. Mm-hmm. If you're a fake person. It's easy to yeah easy to easy with that yep. mm-hmm. but if you're truth and you know that you're self-aware mm-hmm. it's a cool i forgot why i heard it i think it was buju bantan that said it <laughs> i think he said i think he's <laughs> damn anyway i think it'll come back later but <laughs> i still get i mean the, the thing with service, even at Turkey Trot, I was nervous as hell. Because, like, I don't know what I was doing, but I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what, what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to be there. And so, like, setting up, I was nervous. I was, my voice was just shaking, talking to um to, to Funga and um, Epi. 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 Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, um on what we could do or 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 or, or how, you know, you how we collab. can be there how mm-hmm. we can yeah and man it bro let me just tell you everybody was impressed with your station because every you know everybody had to share a booth, right? Who didn't come with their stuff? But you came with all your shit, right? With your fake grass, <laughs> with your fake, with your grass, bro. Yeah, yeah, some turf out there, and everybody's right. like, okay, yeah. You know, the family was chilling on the ground <laughs> as if we were sitting on the grass at the wow. park or something. So, like, that was nice. The streets was talking over there. Right. It was like, okay, Wayfinders uh-huh. bread coming. Merch was nice. The merch was that's, laid out. It's us, you know. That's not, that's something that it's that all that you seen was. 
what's truth. Yeah. Mm. It's not. That's how you do. No That's what you get fake, when man. you fuck with wayfinders. Right, you know what I mean? Right. You get you get you get the real deal. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what's up. Real deal. Bruh. I don't have a storefront or nothing, so I try not to yet, look not as yet. good. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Yeah. But I try to look as good when we set up. And that was the second time we set up. You know, the first time was at Reggae Fest, and that was when we ran into Lassie and Drew. That's uh, when we, we connected again. But I'm set up and nobody was coming to us. And it was just like, and there was like veterans next to us that Ooh. owned a, like a Christian uh, uh, like brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't remember what the what their name was, but everybody came to them. I'm like, dang, like what is it? Mm-hmm. And the, the guys were in there. They were like 10, 15 year veterans in, in like setting up booths and like, that's what they do mm-hmm. is set up booths uh, as a living. And they just travel all over the the the, the, the 50 states. But um, that was know, a, they gave us pointers and all that. Uh, yeah. And like, you know, you know what? You're going to you're going to get there. Whoa, 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 whoa. And you before the second time, uh-huh. I still can't believe the turnout that we had when we were at the Turkey Trot. Some more solutions. And imagine shot. moving forward. You and know imagine what I mean? the third time. Okay, yeah. like we about to you uh, keep leveling up. We about to uh, collaborate with the wayfinders and yeah. for the culture because we definitely got to have y'all set up when we, you know, do our events that we that we gonna work towards and for sure functions we yeah. gonna try to have. You know, because we sure. we definitely believe in what you got going for sure. Um, and so yeah, Appreciate man, we just even really even if it's not like a. You have to be a collab thing. If y'all need help, you know, like with whatever, mm-hmm. like likewise, could be a service. Mm. Right? Likewise, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two right. things you manifested this year for Wayfinders is growth and service. and service, and we definitely gonna we gonna help you out, man. We are gonna support each we'll other because that's what we need for 2020 and beyond. You know, 2020. Yeah. We gonna find a way because we some Wayfinders. Mm-hmm. Uh, but bro, we really really appreciate you. Your time and your energy being with us today, right on. Uh, sharing your yeah. wisdom and your your story with us and your experience, I feel I really took a lot from the story, the message that you shared with us today. Yeah. Not only in the wayfinders, but also in your reflection. You know what I mean? So yeah, just thank you, thank right you. Anything, it's good to be here. Anything else before we before we wrap this? This segment now, we're about to close out and take it home, man. We Shut got it down. we got one day left in 2019. How you going to spend it? <laughs> 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 Rhetorical question. But you know, <laughs> if you want to answer it, go ahead. Answer it in your head. <laughs> Wherever you at. <laughs> yeah, man. I just say, you know, just thank you for having me over here. Appreciate um, it. It's good to be here. Mm. Um, the door, the invitation is always open, man, you know. Oh man! Come back, come back, come back, come back every single every single week. Nah, <laughs> but then you I tap have in. Any, you want to be the third seat? You <laughs> tap in every single week, so we appreciate that. And maybe the next time you see me, bro, I might have a a nifo cola. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get that one go too, bro. Okay. Yeah, like slick Rick. Slick. Okay. Shabarang. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, how can folks uh, get in touch with you and the brand and everything? Uh, yeah, you can reach out to me on uh, Facebook. You just type in Jordan Fihaki. Um, it's my name. You can find me on there. Or um, uh, IG. You can find me at uh, Fearless Wayfinders. Mm. Or yeah. my or my personal IG is Custom Shirt Boy. Hey. Yeah. 
We're going to tap in with you for sure, man. Uh, so, yeah. Last show. Damn. Last show. Peace out, 2019. It's a wrap. We're going to be good. back. Shut it's, it down. It's going to be 2020 Vision. Dub, dub. Yeah, dub. The Rolling Dubs. Yeah. Or is it the Roaring Dubs? The Roaring Dubs. The Roaring Dubs. <laughs> it could be Roaring. It could be the Rolling Dubs. Too, sure. We could be Roaring. We could roll. Okalani. Right. Shout out Okalani. <laughs> uh, right on, y'all, for listening. Please go and share this episode and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your family, your friends, and your followers to tap in with us. Yeah, buddy. You can find us on in um, social media land <laughs> on IG, Facebook, and I'm Twitter. It means a lot when y'all tap in with us. So keep tapping in, keep engaging. And we thank y'all from the bottom of our hearts. Thank y'all. Uh, it has been a really prosperous right? Appreciate year. Appreciate y'all for riding with us for the whole 2019. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all listeners. Thank y'all followers. Uh, it's because of y'all that we able to just have the confidence and the courage to keep coming back and, yep. and making sure that this platform is available for us, you know, because as you... Jordan, we also want to be of service. Yes. And uh, just having this platform available for our community, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So we can chop it up, have a discussion, conversation. Uh, We know that those who are listening can can take away something, you know? All that good stuff. Yeah. You got anything, partner, before we get up out of here? No, just ready to get up out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready for 2020, you feel me? Okay, me too, man. Uh, Just a quick quick reflection. Don't forget, we said that uh, what we're we're grateful for this last decade is forgiveness, Mm. uh, truth, and trust in the process. And what we manifest in is confidence, uh, having a sound mind, power, mm. love, and discipline. Mm. And for our brands, as well as all the other ones out there, because you know what's dope is there have been uh, so many uh, PI folks coming out with podcasts yeah. that I've seen this year. Uh, we wish y'all the same. Yep. Let's keep growing. Let's keep being a service. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's keep creating this content, y'all. Let's yep. do it for the cultures. Gang. Gang. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Uh, oh, shoot. The last thing. The quote of the year. The quote of the year for the cultures, bro. Oh, the quote of the year. From the Wayfinders to all of y'all, only us stop us. Right on, y'all, for tapping in. Take that with you. And let's take it with us into the new decade, 2020. Here we come, baby. For the cultures, we'll see y'all on the next one. Peace, love, and happiness. Peace. What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture.